people typing out the list or you got all the topics no there's all there? the click clack is done i got okay, them all word. i mean sometimes all that's signal. a nice kind of textural element to add into a podcast just a little one of these <laughs> yeah some ambient noise I was on the phone with my coworker uh, the other day, and they were like, I can't believe how loud your keyboard is. And I was like, I can, because that's how a keyboard should sound. <laughs> do you really smack it, or do you just have one of those keyboards that has, like, much higher uh, letters? Uh, I just, I yeah, I have, like, a, I have like a, uh, like a mechanical keyboard. So, like, okay. the, the switches for the buttons are just clicky. Mm-hmm. Um, like honestly that. to be to be honest there's yeah same it's more tactile mm-hmm, uh mm-hmm. the funny thing is is that there's because the way it works is that there's different types of switches and like the way they differentiate them is different colors okay and i think the 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 color switches on my keyboard like aren't even that clicky um there's ones that are like real real clicky but people i think a lot of people just anymore aren't even used to yeah. Um, mechanical keyboards at all yeah everyone has like the really low profile laptop keyboard they're working with mostly yeah which sucks because those are like gummy like mm-hmm. it's just like little gummy membrane button yeah um i don't want anything that's a membrane <laughs> yeah i don't like that consistency very much it's kind of a little weird for me yeah no don't thanks. feel right ain't right ain't natural do you ever go to the discovery store like when you were a kid in like a local mall or something are you are you aware of it I have no idea what that is. Okay, so there was a, a store that was associated with the Discovery Channel that would be in like local malls or whatever. At least they were in my area. Interesting. And I think they were in other places too. But they yeah. had like these weird things that were like, they had a bunch of stuff that was like for children that would be like fake snow or fake sand or like slime or, you know, whatever. Just weird Dude, kind of fa- textural fake, stuff. Fake snow sounds like something that would like give you cancer 20 years later. Oh, it yeah, I mean, for sure. I probably got it too if it does because I was all in it, bro. As a kid growing up in Alabama, I had never seen snow, didn't know anything about it. And I go to the mall and be like, yeah, this is what it's all about. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, but, just like nature intended. Yeah, well, basically, yeah. New, like, in post-industrial fake nature we're making. Like, the fake trees that suck up carbon. Yeah. Well, isn't that what, doesn't that, isn't that what trees already do? Right, but I'm saying they're making fake ones now. Instead of just having trees, they're making, like, these metal ones. Oh, no thanks. There was a whole thing, like, some Silicon Valley startup guy designed, like, a tree. And it's essentially the metal cylinder that goes up in the air and has, like, holes at the top of it it looks like a almost like a gun barrel but just put into the ground and it's supposed to be like better at taking it in carbon than trees are or something crazy and they want to just put them everywhere um and it was like this is this startup solution to co2 emissions it's like so to fix the environment we want to dig up precious material from the ground fuck up the environment in like very real material ways and then put these ugly metal things everywhere and probably take down other area that could be for natural stuff. And then we're all going to do this. What for the environment you're telling me like that's, it's retarded. Um, but that's kind of what, that's kind of what they all are. You know, like the trees that are on telephone poles You've uh-huh. seen this before. I think so. I've seen telephone poles that were made to, that's what to I mean. Like, yeah. To look like trees, which is yeah. weird. Right. You're like, dude, everyone knows it's just a telephone pole. Even the birds. And don't trick them into sitting next to it. Wait, okay. Why would anyone need to invent like mechanical 
Um, trees? Yeah. Because these people are sick in the head. They're so backwards in their head that they think they need to like, they can do better than God. These people literally are beasts of antiquity, aren't they? (laughs) Yakubian fucking foul creatures, dude. I hate it. I hate it. I'm calling, this is a direct call for violence against, (laughs) against artificial trees. Against Silicon Valley startup tree makers. Dude, straight up, another thing, another thing, and this is insidious because it's, uh, it's really convenient for a lot of people. I, I'm taking a direct stand against artificial Christmas trees, like right mm. now. People yeah, need to dude. stop doing it. I like, don't do that. No, you shouldn't, dude. It's like a rite of fucking passage to go and spend too much money on like a fucking real tree mm-hmm. and then put like a little bit of like Sprite in the water so that like the... So sprite that like, in the water. Yeah, you put a little Sprite in the water. A little and, uh, Yeah, and the, uh, and the, uh, the, the, the needles like it. Hmm, I've never heard that before. And I got to deal with my dog fucking eating the tree. Oh, yeah, dude. You got to keep the cats out of the tree. You got to make sure that... Yeah, the cats yeah, be climbing it. Dogs just be eating it. Yeah, <laughs> they're like, mmm, fucking pine sap. I don't want to talk about fucking sickos. <laughs> and licking the water out of the out of the bowl, too. And it's like he's got his bowl right across the fucking room. <laughs> yeah, clean water. Clean water without Sprite in it. <laughs> It's kind of like, um, you know, people that put cucumber in their water, like a little nice. Little... I, I hate that shit. Yeah, for sure. It's like neoliberal lib- lemon. <laughs> it's like neoliberal lemonade. <laughs> it's like, what are you doing? I. It's like, it's like people are acting like it makes the water more watery or something. I... It makes it slimy. It of. does make it. Sl- that's exactly what it does, dude. <laughs> You're putting food in the water. I don't want food in the water. Yeah, Imagine if you went to separate. an off. Imagine if you went to they are separate. Imagine if you went to an office and they just had like a like a like a Hawaiian roll piece of fucking bread in the water. <laughs> like, yeah, it's Hawaiian water. <laughs> oh, now if you had Hawaiian water, it'd probably have ashes in it or something. It'd be like charcoal based or something. <laughs> God bless them though. I do feel bad about that now. I just couldn't I just said Hawaiian water and my mind went That's exactly where my mind went to, to be honest. <laughs> But anyways, I mean, I don't mean to Dude, whatever. They probably call us fucking Howleys. Fuck those fuck those people. <laughs> they uh, probably do, but I mean, God bless them still. Yeah, God, I mean, they don't deserve to die in a fire, mm-hmm. TBH. But Right. I'm not sure if anyone does. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, some people. I mean, I mean some people are destined for it. Not some destined people, for it, but they're headed for it. Yeah, they're they're, <laughs> they're it's happening. Yeah. Whether they want it or not. It's choosing it every second of every day. That's right. That's absolutely right. These people are sick. Here, let's toss on the intro real quick. Let's start the episode up, right? Yeah. These people are sick. This is obviously a very, very <laughs> sick individual. These people are the sickest of them all. The sickest of them all. are sick. They are sick. And you better get used to hearing it. These people are sick. You really think it's going somewhere, and it really just doesn't go anywhere. <laughs> nah, it just kind of loops, and then it's just like, oh, these people are sick. It does just kind of. I'm, th- I'm, I'm starting to think that these people. You better get used to hearing it. To be oh, honest, oh, you better. You're gonna be hearing a lot more of that. Well, right. I mean, maybe not, honestly, unless he's writing, you know, jail cell soliloquies and stuff. Because it yeah, seems he's gonna like... be like he's gonna be like um, Saint John of the Cross, fucking writing poetry <laughs> in jail. Yeah, yeah, dude, Trump's fucking Dark Knight of the Soul. <laughs> it's gonna be Trump's Dark Knight of the Soul. Jesus, <laughs> dude, he's gonna come out having like, like had a fucking mystical experience, 
and Man. just and that that will actually be when the QAnon storm comes. How based would that be? That would be, I mean, that would be pretty sick. That would be the shit, dude. If he came out and he was like, like dark mystic kind of <laughs> like I don't know, dark mystic sort of, Trump. Yeah, life changing experience in the pin. He's like also super buff. He's been working out a lot. He comes out. He's like, I did my nickel. <laughs> <laughs> holy shit yeah i mean dude they're trying to throw the book at him i had yeah, someone come I... over and they were like did you see uh what they're trying to give trump they're trying to give him 720 years or something crazy oh, like really? that yeah dude, he'll all probably get through senses. all of it and then day one when he gets out uh year 721 <laughs> holy he'll fuck. fucking he'll fucking win the election yeah, that'd be crazy like animatronic trump like he's been made into like a complete cyborg except for like his hair Maybe a couple of things on his face. <laughs> the cyborg completely. I'd like to see a cyborg Trump. I feel like that's kind of like it's almost where we're headed. Not well. Trump, that reminds like me of his... that. Like that reminds me of like when he won. There was that like that like museum that that had all the animatronic presidents, and the mm. and the Trump was just the animatronic Hillary that they made, but like, yeah. they just like remade it a little, like very slightly. Yeah. He's got a still like the little squat body. I mean, his body type is kind of almost like that. He's got a big dumper on him, like weird hips and stuff. Trump Trump has a sexier female body than Hillary Clinton does. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Holy shit, bro. Man, Hillary Dude, Clinton. I, I don't know. By the way, I suspect that there might be some background noise of like all the fans running in my office right now. I'm hearing all, crackling more so. Oh, that was that was <laughs> no, that was me messing with a little plastic wrapper okay, for yeah, a second yeah. there, but uh, don't mind that. But um, that's me snacking. Yeah, don't don't you know? Don't worry about that. But yeah, um, fudge rounds. <laughs> um, yeah, that I bought with uh with my um welfare. welfare. Check, but, um, <laughs> no, fuck. Uh, what was I even gonna say? Oh no! It's it, we're going through a hell of a heat wave right now up in the great PNW, mm. and uh, it sucks. It sucks dick, dude. And so I'm fucking, you know, I'm up in my office because that's where my computer is. But my computer makes the room fucking hot. So I've just got every fucking fan in the house just blasting on your boy right now. And my dog is up here, and he looks like he's damn near about to die. <laughs> he's uh, panting, dude. I'll actually I'll take a picture of him right now to send you. He's he such looks, a goofy little fucker. Dude, he looks fucking weird as hell. <laughs> um, he, uh, he, honestly, the thing is, is, the joke is, but it's also like more than likely not even a joke. Like pretty sure he's pretty inbred. Yeah. Um, and, and he kind of looks like it. He, yeah, he's got that look to him, you know. No yeah, offense or anything. <laughs> no offense, but he's got that dog in him. <laughs> in a very real way, yeah. yeah. In a very, well, his mom had that dog in her. My God. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm sending it to you. Yeah. Uh, anyways, yeah, this little son of a bitch. Yeah, so anyways, that Oliver Anthony song, huh? Dude, crazy. Oh, hold on. One one thing right before we get into that. Yeah, what's um, up? Okay, who's, that, who's the lady that's the mayor of Chicago? Lori Lightfoot. Lori Lightfoot, yeah. Your dog kind of has a similar thing <laughs> to her. <laughs> With the eyes that are kind of like buggy. <laughs> I just thought of it real quick, and I just had to say it, dude. Dude, he looks like the white Lori Lightfoot. 
Holy shit. He'd be looking like the white Lori Lightfoot. He would do a better job of Chicago than she does. Dude, he would for sure he would for sure do a better job of Chi Town. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Oliver Anthony, dude. Okay, all right, all right, here we go. All right, you want to hear my opinion? Yeah, let's go to the worst it. song up no, I'm just kidding. I like the song. <laughs> I think I I honestly think the song is good. Um Yeah, I think it's fine. Yeah, I think I think it's I think it's it's a good song. Um and I think that it's just funny because, like, everybody's spurging out about it. And you, you obviously aren't on Twitter, but no. obviously leftoids are having a meltdown over just the one fudge roll line. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Okay. So I, I had never heard of this, obviously. And, like, no one – I'm not hearing about it in, like – The fudge you know, round. Like Sorry. I'm not getting a news alert or anything. And my friends aren't talking about it. So I just saw it on the list of topics. I Googled it, you know, as per usual. Just to give it a quick Goog. And yeah, the you, first you, topic you I see – is the guardian some you know some kind of ridiculous shit oliver anthony's song tells the story of a man struggling under washington's thumb with a few jabs at those on food stamps and like then it's just um oh here we go actually no the real title was richmond richmond of north richmond punches down period no surprise (laughs) the right wing loves it matthew Cantor. Um, (laughs) and it's funny because he's in the song he's talking about how um they're kicking people down the like yeah. the politicians are and stuff and so this fucking journalist asshole is like he's he's the one that's actually kicking down you know punching down not the the politicians north of richmond he's talking about i mean again, um, it's, just, it's just all about the one fucking uh, yeah there's just a one line so go ahead and intro it for me slob go, you can kind of cover it a bit yeah well okay i mean there's the song i mean I, I honestly don't even know if I need to like intro the song that much because I think everyone's fucking heard it at this point. Like it has like 14 million fucking views as of today on YouTube. And it came out like last week. Is this guy um, pop? Is he, does he have other songs? Like is no, he a popular musician? No. In any respect? How, where did it come from, dude? Well, okay. So that's another thing. So apparently like there's, there's, there's reasonable evidence that show that some some guy at like some kind of like on like some record label kind of tried to promote this song um to try to you know you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. um and you know maybe that's true i don't try to stir up a little bit of controversy around it so that people would listen to it is that what you're saying uh yeah i guess or i mean just around the the promotion of the song and the fucking recording of it and all the release of it like what we were talking about with she hulk (laughs) and stuff like that where it's like well maybe well trying to create a big spectacle around this it's not really the art piece it's much but it's just more so like what's happening or response to it i don't know i mean i tend to believe that like there's somebody um who's like trying to gas this thing up a little bit um and like um well, I'm just wondering, like, okay, how do you, like, while is, the song is not spectacular as far as, like, the things it's saying is not that much different than, like, there's a lot of songs that offer that kind of critique, um, and it's not stylistically, like, very more, like, groundbreaking or anything than any other kind of country-sounding folk stuff now, and so, like, I'm just wondering, like, why does like all of these people like in the article it mentions like Jack Pasobiec, that fucking retard, and other people like 
all tweeting it out like this is my favorite new song of the summer blah blah this shit how did how did they get a hold of it why like why is this all of a sudden just like how is yeah. it everywhere it's not like it's that like um groundbreaking of a thing to happen it's not i'm not saying it's a bad song it's a good song it's just like it's not that breaking the mold out of the ordinary like there's people that are singing about this kind of stuff in country type music and stuff like that for a while i mean i don't know i guess maybe the specific reference about welfare or whatever is like incendiary in a way that other country music isn't but i just don't I mean, see it's, why it's the, the, the epstein reference oh okay yeah yeah the epstein but still it's like is that why is it because it's just like paying you know doing a little bit of talking about these things that these people are it's kind of buzzwords for them and so they're like oh epstein this and i'm gonna it's on my cultural side, so I'm gonna really like press it because I I'm not saying it's a bad song. I liked it when I listened to it. I'm just saying like, where does all this hype around it come from? Other than well, maybe it's just trying to be like controversial. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think like, okay, all right. I want to get through the intro of the thing, but but I think, I think the main thing is like, I think that things can go. To a certain, I don't believe in things going viral that much, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, especially, excuse me, especially not with like the modern internet. Yeah. But like, I think that a reasonable amount of this can be explained. It's just like, it was just a good song that people liked and it hit all the right boxes and people started sharing it because of that. I don't necessarily know if there's like some think tank guy that supported it and fucking sent it out in some group email chain to all the fucking con ink people. And they started tweeting about it. Right. Like I think that they, I think it might just off things can authentically be kind of just popular. And I think that's kind of what's going on here. But, but I think that like there, there are, there is a little evidence that, you know, somebody at a label or something um, had a hand in making the video and shit. That's just marketing. yeah, I, whatever, right? I mean, yeah, I mean, we both have worked in, in music and, and you know. Um, anyways, point is, so the um, so the discourse mills kick up into overdrive around this thing, right? Mm-hmm. And so obviously we know, we know what the leftists are going to say, right? Leftists, I mean, the leftists are like actually melting down about this. It's like, it's like... It's wild how much it they seems hate this shocking to me. Just the whole, yeah, it's just crazy to me. Like, I would get it if maybe a huge top, like Blake Shelton, came out and said that or something, or like someone that's like a, you know, a bigger name, or like Morgan Wallen came out and made that song. People would get this fired up, but it's like to me, it's just like, where did does he have enough cultural, like, significance to warrant that response? And I guess well, it's now he does. I guess yeah, right. Now he definitely yeah, now he does. Yeah. Well, well, and okay, and. I mean, that gets to kind of my main thing I wanted to talk about with it, but I don't want to get there quite yet. Um, I mean, it gets to the fact that it's a cultural win for the other team. And that's really why, even if most people don't understand that that's why they're getting upset, that's why they're getting upset is that it's like the other team wins by having a song that people like. And so, and so that's why you're paying attention. right? Right. And by that same thread. Okay the last week just the right on twitter like half of the people have just been like finding an excuse to fucking hate this song and this guy just for the just for the sake of like having a novel opinion right and okay. uh and it's it's like nonsense right sure yeah yeah and there's been some people who have like pretty co- correctly kind of just been making like the the um 
I guess like the case that it's like, you know, you need to be able to take a W right. Mm-hmm. And oh, the fact, definitely. And, and okay. And, and, you know, I'll, I'll say this now. Okay. I know that this guy has come out and made a statement saying like, Oh, like I'm, 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 I'm a centrist. I'm neither right nor left and all that. Like, I, I'm sorry. This, this is a right wing song. This song is right wing in my opinion. Okay. Like, like we know, okay. Like, I mean, it definitely is now. I mean, I don't know. That's kind of one thing that I was thinking back in my head was like, I wonder how he feels about the use of it. Because like, I know if I made something and all of a sudden fucking Jack Posobiec was posting it out, like this is the shit I'd be like, man, like I wouldn't, I'd be happy that it's getting listens and stuff, but I'd be like, that's not what it's for. Well, you okay. Know, so so I mean, to I mean, do this with it's for you if you there's resonate political, with it. There's political labels as far as like intention goes, and there's political labels just as far as like like what the political landscape looks like and who right. talks about what. Right. And what I mean by that is that there's certain things that on their face aren't intrinsically right wing, but if only the right wing talks about it, then it's right wing to basically bring it up, and that and that can be used cynically and it can kind of suck. And that's how I think of the Epstein thing. Right. Mm-hmm. And I, and, and that makes me sad to say that. And then there's, yeah. and then there's, and then there's like the welfare stuff, which is mm-hmm. pretty much through and through a right wing position. Right. right. Yeah. No, I think that I, I was going to ask you what you would point to. And, to well, that and, statement. And yeah, I think that's right. And then there's the taxes stuff, which is a right wing position generally. Yeah. And then there is like the, like, and I, I don't want to overstate it. Um, but like just the like young men, putting themselves in the ground because everybody military reference yeah or uh, probably or something well not I mean, even just... military i think like mra like 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 men's rights stuff like like man manosphere stuff okay yeah right and deaths of despair and stuff like that yeah exactly and like that is that's a right-wing position basically right and yeah. so and, and again and again right like like we can we can we can not love that it's kind of functionally a right-wing position but inherently maybe it shouldn't be well i mean i think the welfare thing is right and i think that you're the welfare, th- the welfare thing is, ba- is both of those are basically explicitly yes right but i also don't know if like the welfare thing is like i don't know i feel like that's kind of a tug-in-cheek kind of thing i don't but anyways like I don't, well i, don't I mean i think that... it's pretty anyways point is point is point is is it's a fucking right-wing song I yeah. mean, it's, it's fairly, it's not super obvious, but like it basically is. I mean, it, yeah, it is. I mean, that's how it's being received anyways. So it's functionally, that's what it is. Yeah. Right. And does that surprise anyone really? Right. No. Um, so, so yeah. So it just, I don't know. It got me thinking about, you know, just this idea of like, okay, like can, can right wingers take like a cultural win, you know? And, and this is part of the thing is, and I, I know that it can be, a little eye rolly to point this out explicitly, but what is cool and like chic matters in modern politics. Um, and because the right is as basically as close to like whatever an authentic counterculture would actually be. Um, you get people that like sense coolness in it. And because of that, like novelty has a real premium to it. Like novelty has a, has a high value in right-wing discourse. And so like having said that, like on the right, there's just all of these fucking people who are just constantly trying to come up with this novel opinion uh, about any given thing. And yeah. they just become fucking annoying contrarians. And that's what happened with this song. I think it's a good fucking song. 
I think the guy seems like a nice guy. Right? He seems fine. I don't fucking know him. Um, I don't think that this song's really a big psyop or anything. Um, and yeah, yeah, I just don't think. I think it was just I didn't know like what his background was. Like if he was someone that already had people that listened to him. If not, then it's just like where did it come from? Would it be a cultural win as far as would it garner this much attention if it wasn't like you know being shared by these certain people and then reacted to in a certain way? Like you know, I don't. But I guess that that's part of the game nowadays, anyhow. So. I guess that's not even a, that's you can't separate that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my thing about it was I think that like, obviously I, uh, I think the song resonates with people. I think that it resonates with the people he probably wanted to resonate with. I think it probably resonates with him, so he's singing it. I don't think there's anything wrong with making art for groups of people. Um, you know, I I, I don't. I'm trying to think. I, I was listening to a lot of Leonard Skinner last week at work. And, and I'm from Alabama, and I like Southern Rock a lot. I like Leonard Skinner, et cetera. And I was listening to a live recording, and they're, they're playing Sweet Home Alabama, which is like, obvious, everyone knows it, blah, blah. But put it into historical context, you're like, oh, this is actually a really cool thing. Because the song, it's like, basically, you, you're familiar with the song at all? Leonard Skinner, Sweet Home Alabama? Yeah. yeah. So in the song, they're like, um, you know, I heard, heard O'Neill sing about it. It's like Neil Young. Heard him, um, you know, put us down talking about Southern people because Neil Young wrote a song called Oh, Alabama, where he's like, basically like Alabama people are retarded. Why don't they get their shit together? You know, liberal kind of typical thing. And so Leonard Skinner wrote this song that was Sweet Home Alabama, where they're like, actually, Alabama's the shit. And basically, fuck you, Neil Young. And that resonated with a lot of people because it was speaking to something that people were feeling down there. Right. It's like, um, you know, maybe like maybe the way they presented themselves wasn't, you know, the way that people like, maybe they didn't like the rebel flag or whatever. It's not the most like progressive or whatever, but it does represent a large people and those large, you know, mass of people are the people that they're a part of and their fan base and how people are feeling. And so I think there's like, I don't think there's anything wrong with making art for that reason. And I, I think that like, I don't think that people should be responding. It's not for you. So don't worry about it. It's kind of how I feel about it with this response from the left. Um, anyways, like it's like it's for these people. It's for the people that are liking it. It's not for y'all. Like, it's not supposed well, to represent y'all's values. So like it's obviously not it's not going to. Well, and this is an interesting this is an interesting thing. Um, I mean, OK, yeah, there's, there's 100 percent that. And I mean, keep in mind, I, I mean, one response I would, I would have to that, because I think you're right. But one response I would have to that is that like mainstream culture is basically just entirely about just hating chuds. Like yeah. that's, that's kind of just the whole thing. That's just like the bad guy and everything. Like, yeah, honestly, to, to, for, to a further extent than, than communists were the bad guys in the eighties. Right. Like, like it's in everything. It's in everything. You can watch a lot of eighties movies that have like nothing to do with communism and the Soviets. Um, but, um, you know, one thing that's, that's funny to me that I've kind of been thinking about, God damn it. It's so, it's so fucking hot in here. I like, I have like a leather, like a faux leather chair and my shirt's off and it's, my skin is just sticking to it. Um, is, um, like, okay. Welfare fraud isn't, you know, my passion. It's not like my issue that I really 
that I really focus on above all others. Um, but I'm like, I, I don't, the reason I don't just completely shut down or spurg out when I hear someone talking about it is because like, I understand that like underclass people genuinely, and I've, and I've encountered this a lot, care way more about it than fucking middle-class leftists do. Yeah, they actually encounter it because they like actually see it and leftists don't give a shit about it. And they, and they react to it just horrendously because they've never encountered it. And it's just completely an abstract thing. And I think that kind of speaks to this thing you're kind of talking about of like, it's just, it's just, it's just not of a world for them. Right. Yeah. It's, it's for a different world. Yeah. A different type of people, a different mindset. Um, I think with the welfare thing, like, obviously I don't um, love that. Right. Like I don't, I understand the frustration. I think underclass people, uh, lower class people, working class people in general are hard, for the most part, really hardworking individuals. And, um, you know, most people have a full-time job are pulling their weight um, in one way or another. And so you Mike, you get frustrated when you see that there are other people that, you know, cause you're, you're feeling run down. You're selling your body for time, your body and your time for money, essentially like your physical well being. Um, and then you see people who are on like welfare or whatever. And it's easy to place that frustration that you're feeling at the situation you're in at them. Um, because they're not having to do it and you see them, you know, getting, you know, they're, not uh, actually disabled or they're whatever, like they're having all these kids just to get welfare and then they're just buying TVs or they're buying fudge rounds or whatever it is about it. Um, but at the end of the day, it's like those people aren't the reason why you're where you're at. And so I, I think that it's a misplaced frustration. I, like, I don't think that what those people do has any bearing on how your life is right now. And so mm-hmm. I think that because of that, it's a way that they misdirect frustration that could be better aligned um with with the proper class analysis towards the structure and the you know the people that are actually more so causing this issue in your life um so i think that like in that respect i don't like that line of thinking it's not that i can't understand it i definitely understand it i mean i grew up around a lot of that um and i think that that's I don't love seeing it, you know, but also it's like, what, it doesn't affect me at all. So that that's the way I feel about it. And it's like, and I don't know, maybe people make an argument, well, it's your tax money or whatever. Fucking, they're going to tax me out of my dick anyways. And they're not giving them that much of it. Like, it's well, not. I, yeah. And, and I'll, I'll say this, I'll say this, like. Talk about think, Ukraine before we talk about fuckers on welfare, dude. Honestly, yeah, it's I mean, just my I, thing. No, I, th- I think that like a material. No, and I, I, th- I mean, I think I mostly agree with you. Like uh, it, uh, the main, the main thing is like, um, you know, what was I gonna say? I was gonna say, you know, that basically, um, when it's framed in like materialistic way, it's not really a very good issue, right? I mean, like, bottom line goes, it's not it's not really a huge, uh, um, you know, drain on the checkbook. Right. Right. I think it's more like a cultural conservative take, right. Like like, like, we're working hard and y'all aren't doing shit. You're not pulling your weight. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And like in that way, I think it's like a totally valid thing. Right. It's it's, just, yeah. I, and I, and I just think that like, you know, 
and it, it, I mean, it's hard to suss out where people are coming at it from. I mean, it's nigh impossible to actually do that. And people aren't, he's not going to fucking write in the song. Like, and just so you know, like, I understand right, welfare fraud yeah, doesn't yeah. actually do a lot. It's just that, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's uh, why I don't have a problem with it. it. I mean, cause it's also, it's not for me. So it's like, that's my it, thing with it. It makes me, honestly, it makes me think of, uh, well, and in, and in this way, and in this way, I think that it does affect us, though, right? Like, I think the material aspect of it doesn't affect us that much, but the cultural aspect of it does, right? And and I and I honestly, you know, what I, I I think of it like, I think of it like uh, OnlyFans girls. Um, honestly, not a lot of girls on OnlyFans actually fucking subsistence wise literally need to be doing it. Like if it's, if it's a, if it's the difference between like starving to death and like debasing yourself by posting whole online, mm-hmm. you like th- that's, that's not, that's not a thing. That's not a thing. Honestly, honestly, yeah, but I think you could be on, is... you could be on, you could be on food stamps. <laughs> right. Of... Well, that's what I was going to say. I think it's, it's like, it's not about starving. It's about like, do they want to go work a fucking nine to five job at McDonald's or serving tables? And, you know, or do they want, which is drudgery, or do they want to sit in their house and take pictures of their cooter and post it online and make money that way, not having to do anything. And like, from that standpoint, I understand it. I don't think that it's good to do. I think that culturally it's not good. I think that pornography in general is an overall net bad negative. Um, well, yeah. And I'm not, I'm not arguing. I'm not arguing that, that like work in a fucking shit job at like, you know, at McDonald's isn't fucking soul extinguishing and bad and all of that stuff but like just like the 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 idea that the idea that that's what your dignity and like the the sanctity of of your body and your sexuality is worth yeah it's is, fucked it's yeah terrible. that's super that's super fucked right like that's like I, I understand that that's the argument that's like not a good argument you know what i mean and like you know what I mean? So yeah, but I was just yeah, I was just clarifying that it's like it's not like they're gonna starve to death, you know, if they don't post no, all no, it, but, but like but, they might go half. The the thing they're looking at is a life of drudgery, which is what most regular people have to deal with because they can't just post whole or post whole. Yeah. You know, well, I guess so, I mean I guess I could post whole. Well, yeah, you could. I mean, or like most people just won't because they have you know better like moral compasses, right? Yeah. And I think that overall that's good to do. I, and, and I think that, the class instinct is good, right? To an extent, being like, hey, you should pull your weight. We're all fucking working here. Like, I think in the right world, like say like what I would think more workers' economy kind of based thing, there wouldn't be like a welfare kind of situation unless you're like you know, there would be extended maternity leaves. There would be stuff like to help people out as far as social services, but there wouldn't be fucking welfare. Like, cause you'd be like, no, you need to fucking work. You're capable. You're going to work. Well, and this is one of the funny work. things. And this is one of the funny things too, is that like people freaking out about how he's punching down. And it's like, dude, like if you like Marx would shit on people like this too. Right. Yeah. So, but these people like, don't give a fuck about Marx, dude. These are the guardian writers. No. Well, they, I mean, and then are, all their little fucking foot soldiers that are after them. They'll also have Marxist MLM or whatever in their bias. Right. Right, that take yeah. the same talking lines from these fucking Guardian and New York Times assholes. Well, I guess just for the record, I think the reason why I bring up just the materialist argument of that people make about doing OnlyFans is just because we both know that that's bullshit, but people still make it nonetheless, right? And and 
you know, so that's kind of just what I'm saying here. But um, yeah, I think I mean I think people are morally like the capital has kind of eroded our morals in a lot of ways. And modernity, a combination of the two, because they kind of go hand in hand. Yeah, um, and correct. so like, I don't think that people have this strong like a lot of people have the strong moral thing that's telling them this is not right to do. So I think that that's like I don't think there's a I think some people probably I mean, most people feel like that's not honoring yourself correctly it's not dignified whatever but i think a lot of people we've moved into a sort of place where people have loosened up their moral like constructs and like what they think is right or wrong so much and people have really kind of deconstructed uh just their beliefs and so many things that no one's a lot of these people aren't crossing that barrier of like well now i'm i'm choosing this thing that i know is morally or whatever degrading or whatever to do this it's just like that's just it's just an option of work kind of thing. I think that I think that's the case for a lot of people. Cause I think that a lot of people honestly have this like morality is relative. And even if not that belief, they just don't think this is immoral. Um, which I mean, I, I think it is, and, but it's not, you know, I think it's culturally antisocial and bad for culture and for society generally. But I think that a lot of people don't necessarily have that framework or ground base that they're working from. And so I see like, I see the reason why people go towards that. Yeah, most people don't have that. So I see why people, there's no incentive not to in that framework, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, yeah, I agree with that. You know, it's, it's, it's obviously not like an an actual legitimate excuse, but it is, it is an explanation for sure. Right. And I don't think it morally excuses it. Right. And I don't think that it's okay. Well, we should let it happen or whatever. I think in an ideal society, you know, you wouldn't do that. And if you're raising a family, you would want tell your daughter not to do that. Or if you're, you know, a community leader or whatever, you would take steps to try to make sure people have better outlets yeah, uh, a healthy community stuff. would just wouldn't tolerate that right sure um but but yeah so so anyways that's what everybody spurred out about this ginger guy's song <laughs> um and that's funny and then reddit discovered it a few days ago and that was even funnier um and then anthony fantano put out a video about it and that was very funny uh, the, the idea to me that anyone watches anthony fantano videos dude, is who is that man it's here also oh it. god i just googled it dude that fucking faggot dude i yeah. don't know i don't like him he looks kind of like sean fucking king or whatever the hell that guy's he name does is. look like sean king he looks like fat midwest sean king what is that physiognomy it's not right <laughs> it's not good uh let me i want i want to be looking at it um god, i don't like him what is it I don't know, like, like, um, it looks like, like I mean, non-binary I don't know what it's... Butch or something like. <laughs> no, it looks like a, it looks like a FTM. <laughs> yeah, it's for real, dude. I don't that know. Looks I don't like, like that. It. Looks like best case scenario FTM, uh, and you can <laughs> and you can see like it's like it's like it's kind of like how like you see you see like a, a female to male, and like their eyes give them away yeah you know that's like how that's how anthony fantano looks he kind of looks like logic which is not a good thing he looks like fat logic yeah (laughs) i I, he's fucking he's annoying as fuck and i hate him um but yeah i mean he he put out a video and um this is crazy to me the response like the whole thing is i mean i i think that it's like i like the whole thing of like richmond north of richmond that's pretty sick you know fuck them um fuck the politicians fuck these Oh, that, well, that's that's that another thing. There. That's another thing. Speaking of Fantano, he 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 
he mistakes Richmond north of Richmond to be like a coded uh, civil war thing. As opposed to <laughs> as opposed to being about Washington D.C. Oh fuck me! I know. Well, it's funny because I didn't even really realize that at first, but I kind of, I honestly, basically just figured I was like, oh, well, there's probably just some town north of Richmond with rich oh, people. No, D.C. Yeah, yeah. And then, I was just yeah, thinking about the good old boys the whole time, dude. I was talking no, about that, like, yeah, no, totally. Our conversation with them, where they were basically talking about, yeah, anything north of Richmond is basically fucked. <laughs> and yeah, they're right. Yeah. So, anyways, just, these people are fucking sick. Yeah, I um, I mean, I like the dudes. I like the sentiment. You know, the it's generally anti-establishment, uh, anti-lawman, like anti-politician. I think that that's like a good thing. I think it resonates with people. I think it's a classic country kind of trope to tap into, um, and I think that that's good. Uh, and I don't really have a problem with any of it because like, yeah, I don't love the food stamps line, but like, also, I don't give a fuck about it, and I think that that it's not like it doesn't matter like I, I don't know i don't know i think that's just something that like there's a that's just something that's a cultural thing people think in this like specifically in the south and in country music and like more right-wing spaces and so that's just like who it's for and who he's around that's just like what how they talk and what they say so i that's my take on it um it's a fine song i'm probably not going to be listening to it a lot but <laughs> it's just like you know it's whatever <laughs> Yeah, I mean, sure. There we go. So yeah, that's fucking Oliver Anderson, um, uh, Anthony. <laughs> Anthony. Oliver Anderson. The discourse on Oliver Anderson is open and closed now. We've had the <laughs> final say on on uh, on North uh, Rich uh, Union Army soldiers <laughs> north of Richmond. Those Union bastards, dude. I was getting kind of worked up thinking about. Well, I'm not, you know, yeah, I'm, get into that. I'm not going to get into it. You're getting a little um, worked up thinking about how we did you dirty. Yeah. I just thinking about Ulysses S. Grant. Oh yeah, my God. Dude, people live still be Ulysses posting. God, they love him. They love him so fucking much, man. Anyways. God, there, was, there was some recent thing. I mean, does that just, does that just randomly cross your, your mind in the, yeah, dude, it got under my skin because <laughs> I was thinking about, he became a president and I forgot. I didn't even realize that. Like, he was yeah, a president, that, yeah. and that fought that fought with me because, like, fucking carpetbagging ass motherfucker, basically ruined the South. Like, then Reconstruction didn't do anything good for well, the I mean, South. You guys, will, you guys will rise again. I mean, <laughs> I, mean I guess. Yeah, I guess so. I think. I don't know. Do I think you, we're you doing a lot better sim- than other you places. Have no, you simply have no option but to rise again. I guess that's kind of the dialectic, huh? <laughs> that is kind of the di- that is the southern dialectic. <laughs> well, I do think that honestly, the best course moving forward down the line would probably be some sort of more states, you know, focused like not not states' rights and like the typical trope, but fucking a states' rights <laughs> kind of republic thing where people. Here, like, I'll say it like this. I'll say it. I'll say it a little better. Fucking not not to sound insulting. I didn't mean for that to sound insulting. But like, but uh, but decentralized power needs to be decentralized in the United States of America. Still, so, yeah, but still, power centers need to be yeah decentralized, which I guess is what that word means. But <laughs> still, like in a network, though, I think still a federation should still be a thing for sure. I mean, it definitely we definitely haven't had a federation in like a hundred fucking years. Yeah, but uh, or a republic. Um, but, uh, but I, I totally get what you're saying. And especially right now, like, I think that just the centralization of the power structure as it currently is basically needs to be 
splintered up and shattered. And I think it just isn't going to work culturally. And I know that's a common talking point, but I just don't, I don't think it's going to work. I think it would be good to like, yeah, decentralize to regions or states and then let people have free move, like, you know, like be able to open up economic resources for people to be able to move to different areas. If it's something that they don't really vibe, like, if like all of a sudden now we're like, okay, the South is about this now, or like, you know, these States are about this now, or Texas is its own thing. Now, if you don't want to be a part of that, you should be able to like go into the other place. If you want to, if they'll have you like, there should be some sort of programs for that while it's fracturing up for like X amount of years. So people can sort out a little bit better. So that's like, you know, people aren't getting stuck in or trapped in places that are not going to be necessarily great for their, their ends. Sure. Sure. But I mean, whatever, dude. That's fucking nothing. That's not gonna happen. So, I mean, maybe. Yeah, I mean, it's not, but it's fine. Um, <laughs> it's fun to think about. It's like a risk or something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, did you hear about this uh, FDA news? Mm-mm, no. Oh, uh, I saw it on the list actually about ivermectin. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So, all right. I'll be honest here. Um, I mean, this isn't really something that I really care that much about. And I think you'll probably, you might be on the same page. I don't know. It doesn't really matter that much, but um, yeah. Okay. So, so the, the FDA is now allowing, and forgive me if I'm, if I'm fuzzy on some details here, but I believe what it is, is that the FDA is, is, is basically no longer forbidding um, doctors from prescribing ivermectin to patients with COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, which was happening, right? Um, okay, interesting, right? Um, I, you know, I, this is old news to me, and this is where I think you probably see it the same way. I mean, whatever. Like, all COVID is is just going to be this slow rolling like vindication, mm-hmm. nonstop, um, right? Yeah, because we were right about everything, mm-hmm. and so it's I been- wanted to talk about this. Good, sorry, I don't mean to cut you off. Keep going. Um, yeah, no. So, so I just, I guess I was just going to say like my buddy hit me up about it yesterday and you know, he didn't really handle COVID all that well, but he's mm. what I say with my other friend when we're talking about him is that he's basically, he's the best a normie can be while still being a normie. And so he's, he's open to it. He's, he's dating kind of a schizo hippie broad now. Mm, nice. And, um, and he's coming around in some ways. And again, like I think all the normies are going to have their coming around moments. And yeah, and I don't think that it's going to be very, uh, it's not going to be worth much, mm-hmm. but, uh, but point is, is like, I don't mean to say that again. Like I, this is a guy, I, I love this guy. He's a good guy. Right. I'm not picking on him particularly, but you know, he texts me about it and he's like, Hey, Hey, do you see this? Like, that's pretty fucking crazy. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, you know, par for the course, um, you know, my, my fiance had, um, and it's funny cause this was like an annoying thing that I had to concede was real. My fiance had, we both had to, she had long, long COVID. COVID. Mm-hmm. I think you know this, right? She, uh, I'm not sure if you mentioned it, but I feel like we talked about it maybe with crypto a little bit. Yep. Uh, so, yeah. so she had long COVID and she was like, she was like losing a lot of hair for like mm. a while. And it was a problem. It, it, it was horrible. And um, and uh, it was probably three months at least. And then like th- three, four months of that. And then uh, three, four months, sorry, three, four days of ivermectin completely took it out. 100%. Really? Completely, completely. What were the symptoms other than the hair loss? 
Um, I think it was mostly just hair loss. Um, and then after three or four days of ivermectin, the hair stopped coming out, or like it yeah, and it, and then it just and then like any thinning that had happened just filled back in. Really? Yeah, straight up, straight so, up. And th- and that's a pretty common thing. Really, um, with long with, COVID and ivermectin. Uh, with just long COVID in general is is okay. the, is the hair stuff. Oh yeah, but I was I was saying more so like ivermectin. Like, ivermectin what's the long treats- COVID thing? Is it still just in your body? Then ivermectin just kind of like knocks the virus out. You know, I have no idea what specifically long COVID really is. I just know that it's yeah. I mean, it's just it's just fucked up. Hmm. Um, it's just fucked up symptoms that just That's stick around for a while. And, I like and hearing I, that. I'm glad that I'm glad that it worked for. Her. Yeah, yeah, and like, um, yeah, me too, and um, yeah, that's that's kind of that's kind of the thing. Is Fuck, like, dude, I've been thinning out a little bit. I thought it was just because I'm getting like I'm 26 years old now, and just kind of that's. I'm just you think it might? You think it might thinner. be uh, uh, the long COVID? I don't know, man. I was just like I've been thinking about it over the past few days because I just kind of noticed it, and I was like, I mean, I'm not like losing patches of hair or anything, but I'm just thinner, and I. I was like, is this just male pattern baldness setting in, or like, is there something going on, or like, what's what's going on? So I've been, I honestly have been trying not to think about it too much because I didn't want to like fixate on. I mean, it. that's kind of the that's kind of the stage we were at, and and I was, I mean, you know, and I, I think a lot of the time with without going too much into it, like I think a lot of the time when you're having health problems, like it can be too stressful for for to think about directly yourself and so like it was the situation we were in i was just like all right like you literally have to do this thing um like you like this is a problem like you're not doing anything about it but it's stressing mm-hmm. you out like i'm i'm making you do something literally just take the fucking ivermectin and and hmm. you know and she never really wants to do that kind of stuff it's like oh like i don't want to have to take anything if i don't need to yeah and yeah dude, it, it was literally like three to four days and we had bought so I'm an OG and I actually did, I did literally take twice. I took the dog paste. Mm-hmm. So I never got, I never technically got the horse paste, um, but it was, it was, um, it was green apple flavored. Ooh. So I kind of think that that basically is horse paste. Cause it's like, what fucking dog, like <laughs> dog like, wants apples. Yeah, no, exactly. Horses <laughs> want fucking green apples. Dogs yeah, want fucking, this little fucking busta. Did you see that picture I sent you, by the way? Yeah, dude, this, this is adorable. This little son of a bitch. Um, and now he's just laying, even like with his back, on his back, just with his dick just <laughs> hanging out. Anyway, doing that, dogs, bro, it's crazy. I know, dude. I'm gonna slap him on the belly. Hold on. <laughs> well, shit, man. Maybe I'll get some ivermectin and just see. Well, see yeah, if that does so, anything. Yeah, so I mean, we bought like a hundred pills or something off the internet from some foreign country. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think it was like fucking Canada or something realistically, but, um, and yeah, it just little paper envelope. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's legit. It wasn't some right. sketchy ass thing, but yeah, yeah, yeah. it was just it's some Reddit just thread. Out. Yeah. But <laughs> right. But, but I like a Reddit thread to donate to, um, to Ukraine. Um, <laughs> but no, man, like I, uh, I, uh, I, I took it and, um, I, I've taken it like four times. I huh. took it. I've taken it every time I thought that I got exposed. I still never got COVID. Really? Um, I got yeah. it one time, or at least as far as I know. I, I, I had to go get tested because of work and stuff, and I got tested. And I, 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 didn't, I don't like to test. I, I don't want to go up there and spend my time for it and then stick shit in my nose and in my body, get my saliva. Well, I, also, my I just don't like that they're probably hanging on to that shit. Oh, of course not. But, I mean, whatever. They probably already got 
like I've been arrested and shit. They've got my like, fingerprints and everything. I've got like totally. I've been at a doctor. I've had surgery. Like I'm sure it's out there already. They got you um, already. Yeah, I'm in the system for sure, one way or another. And I never did the 23andMe stuff though, so I don't know if they got like that. Like you know, they just admitted to just openly like they that um is connected yeah. with a state company that just like they're just giving all the information to them. Yep. Yep. That's crazy. That's. I nuts. mean, honestly, the 23andMe stuff is fucking retarded. Yeah, of course, dude. What I mean, I never even, like, I don't even think their tests are probably even that fucking accurate. No, I place. think DNA is retarded, dude. That's where I, that's my personal thing. I don't think it's nearly as significant as people think it is as far as, like, I think that, um, I, I think that, like, results. I think your heritage is cool and important. I like, I think that the old fashioned way of doing it, of just looking in your fucking family albums. Yeah. Family tree, dude. Yeah. yeah, And just being like, Oh, like my grandma was from Ireland and Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like that shit's cool. I don't need like some fucking Reddit brain science guy to be like, we saw that you're that Elizabeth Warren is one percent native. And anyways, some spectral um, fucking DNA bullshit. I think it may be kind of useful because it proves that like at the end of the day, it's like everyone's kind of like, you know, we're all kind of all a part of the same thing. We are all a part of the same thing. So, I mean, I think that like when you have that more spectral DNA result where it's like, I mean, you're kind of everything, um, you know, there's results from way back to go back to Africa or way back to go to fucking the Caucasus mountains or whatever. I think that that's kind of cool if it can be framed and utilized in that way, but it's not, it's more so just identitarian bullshit. Um, and that's kind of what sparked it. And it's actually just a fucking state surveillance uh, operation. Well, I will say also, I will say, uh, this is funny. Some state is like, is trying to pass some law to make it so that like women need to take DNA tests to prove uh, who the father of their child is. We and always, uh, I think it's something like that. And it's on the birth certificate, it's like, before we sign this, give me a piece of hair straight up. And like uh, something like that. And the, uh, and the, and the department of social services in the state is like fighting it super hard. And I think like, I think some like feminist groups are fighting it super hard. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like I don't know. I don't know how I stand on that. I don't know if that matters. Like, I feel like it, well, it's dude, a, a, a huge amount. Uh, so somebody trotted out this stat that was just like, you know, ha- a third to half of of people who take this test find that like the woman was being dishonest to the man. Now, obviously, the thing there what? is that it's well, the thing there is that it self selects. So like if you're in a most people oh, don't okay, enter into yeah. a you get what I'm saying. Most people don't right. enter into a situation where they need to take the fucking test. In the first oh, place. yeah, yeah. If you're going to have a paternity but, test, yeah, there's going to be a higher percentage of it not being the actual father than just having a fucking baby. Yeah, definitely. Exa- exactly, right? But I will say the numbers around uh, the numbers around just like how how often this shit happens, um, you know, women lying to men and then having them raise kids that aren't theirs is shocking is fucking oh dude it's crazy and so that's classic bro that is in the playbook for years dude that's 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 a tale (laughs) older than time itself brother yeah dude uh but and so in that way i mean i think yeah i mean i think a paternity test is completely i don't see any reason to oppose it unless there's some you know little minor stipulation like like the the bra's gotta pay for it or people have gotta pay for it I just feel like we don't need to be bringing more like bullshit into the family. You know what I mean? It's kind of my thing on like, I don't like just more bureaucracy and more just steps and like 
systems and areas to like calculate and get information. Like I don't really love that. I think that it serves a good like if you need to get a paternity test, if there's questions and if you're if you're a dad and you think abroad is like trying to get one over on you, get a paternity test right away. Like I think that they're good to have and I don't really have any real uh, like morals thing against having them mandatory. I just don't know that it's necessary. It's like, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I'm not going to, I can't think of a good reason why not to do it other than just like, I don't, I don't see why you need to put extra steps and stuff into it and more areas for bureaucracy and government to really kind of step in here. I'm trying to, I'm trying to see what the fucking, trying to see i'm trying to find the post online again who's doing it's like a male senator or like a male state senator or something that's like pushing this like a men's rights group or that's like supporting the bill i know i mean i think it's just some normal thing like i think it's Hmm. it's just a thing that's at well whatever i'm not gonna fucking find it and i don't want to fucking that's interesting but dude the ivermectin thing Okay. Yeah. 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 More more important. Oh, here we go. I'm sorry. Really fast. I did. I did find it. And just so it's here, which is funny because it's literally guess, guess the name of the, uh, of the account that shared it. What? Black, black millionaires. (laughs) (laughs) A new, a new proposed law in Tennessee will protect men against paternity fraud, requiring a DNA test before signing and validating a child's birth certificate. Yeah, that's who it's for. And gaining Uh any paternal rights. The state's child support office is not a fan of the proposed law. Black millionaires. That's so based. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. <laughs> I mean, honestly, honestly, again, well, and again, we, we want to move back to that. We want to get back to the uh, to the ivermectin thing, but mm-hmm. but, dude, the system does really benefit women in, in this country, and when it comes to like what everything, or when it comes to childcare or child rearing, custody, or, like, custody. And, and child rearing, and all of that stuff. And so I do think that, like, I do think that, like... Um, I mean, do you think about abortion and the entire fucking argument and framing around abortion? Like, the dude's not even remotely in the picture. In yeah, it. a, that's another example. That's right? crazy. I mean, I whatever. I, I understand the logic behind it, but it's nuts that you don't even, like, have a, an idea of entertaining the concept of involving the man in the decision. But, yeah. whatever. A- anyways, anyways, ivermectin. Ivermectin, dude. Um, first of all, I didn't know the thing about long COVID and ivermectin, so that's cool. I like that. Um, I, I haven't seen anything about that anywhere, but that sounds about right. And I might try some of the ivermectin if you'll link me up, uh, where you got that order from so I can maybe get some just yeah. to have around. Yeah, I'll figure out, I'll, I'll have the, I'll have the woman figure it out and, cause I don't know, she ordered it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, yeah, we'll do, we'll hook you up, dude. We'll hook you up. Nice, dude. I'll get some from you up there. Yeah, we, we yeah. could do that or we can freaking – yeah, well, I mean because I'm not fucking using it. So we can either do that or we can just you know show you where we got it, whatever works. Okay, work. Cool. Thanks, man. Um, anyways, though, what I was going to say is the ivermectin thing yeah. is – it was obviously working. It, it, it's obviously not just a horse medicine, right? Like it's something that – this is something that's really like – it got turned into a meme. And when something's memefied, it's kind of fucked. Because there's not going to be a, any type of meaningful discussion that's taken seriously on either end of it. So as soon as it's like Joe Roganified and like horsified and like 
the, all this kind of circus spectacle is around it, you're not going to actually get people discussing what's really going on here. So instead you're getting this like, oh, it's horse paces for horses or it's whatever. When in fact, like third world countries have been using it forever um, and they still use it, whatever. And they were having success using it in Brazil against it, et cetera, et cetera. But the real nuts and bolts from like a, um, I don't know, a more specific analysis of what's going on here that's looking beyond just the, the spectacle is that in order to get emergency use authorization for these fucking experimental medications that they were cooking up at the time and, you know, stuff like that, they needed to, one of the requirements for emergency use authorization is that there's not another accepted use medicine for it so that they can't say, okay, ivermectin actually works for this because then they wouldn't be able to get the emergency use authorization. They needed to speed run their trials and push out these fucking vaccines to the market that they were already producing. And so they had to discredit any use of ivermectin. Um, they had to not acknowledge it being effective against the med- uh, against COVID because if they said this was an effective medication, then there is an alternative and they wouldn't be able to grant emergency use authorization. And that was a really important thing for them to actually be able to get it to market. And so I think that, and like be able to unblind the test and be able to um, not do long-term testing and stuff like this and rush the whole process, they needed that type of authorization. And so I think that that's the really big thing that's going on here and FDR talks about it a little bit. So like people are speaking to it, but it's not, it's not a very big topic of conversation that's associated with ivermectin, like in the mainstream at all, but that's what happened. Sorry, sorry, sorry. You cut out at that last part there. I was just saying that's just what happened. And people aren't really like associating that um, at the mainstream level, even though people like FDR and such are talking about it. Oh, you mean um, uh, not FDR? Um, RFK. Oh, fuck, RFK. Jesus, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, what the, okay, what the hell? Oh, dude. I mean, what happened with ivermectin is is a crime. Mm-hmm, it's a fucking mm-hmm, crime. Mm-hmm. Okay, and and here's the thing: corruption and up is, and down. Yeah, and well, and this is part of the reason why I share this the my family's story, right? Is that like, dude? Okay, ivermectin is a fucking real thing. Yeah. Or, uh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Well, yeah, obviously ivermectin is a real thing, but long COVID's a real thing. Mm-hmm. And people are can struggle with it. I mean, to be fair, I think long COVID is also a little bit of an annoying person thing where people mm-hmm. just be like, oh, like I'm tired because I have long COVID. It's like, no, it's also just because you like don't go outside and like you like don't take care of right. yourself. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I mean, you know, like more more neutral shit than that. Right. Long COVID is a fucking thing. And there's people that are having a fucking hard time with it. And the saddest part, I remember Glenn said this to me. It's like, the saddest part is that it's like easily treatable. Yeah. It's easily fucking treatable. And they're just not fucking treating it mm-hmm. because, because this lie, this fucking mm-hmm. lie. And, and honestly, like, I, I like, I have to try to be compassionate about this because it's, because it's frustrating and it can be a toss up. But, like, even past this point, normie libs are going to have so thoroughly um, internalized the horse paste narrative. Mm-hmm. That's that what I'm saying. That this mm-hmm. won't make any difference to them. Yeah. They won't take it, mm-hmm. even if they know it's going to fucking help them. Mm-hmm. They'll um, rather pay out the ass for fucking Paxlovid. 
Yeah, which will make them more sick. Yeah, make them actually have COVID again, not just long COVID, the real, the real thing. Exactly, the real deal. Um, so that's what's so fucked about the whole thing, dude. It's like it's obviously that they had a material economic incentive that they wanted to sell this product that they were making. They needed to rush it out, and so they had to disregard actual human health in the pursuit of this profit for the thing that they were already producing. And so it's like. That right there is a clear misstep. That's a clear like mismanagement of what happened, and people died from it. Like I think that overall the COVID was overblown. Obviously, I think there's a big narrative around it. I think that it wasn't quite as dangerous as they wanted you to believe. Obviously, but people still died from it. Like people that had comorbidities or were obese or overweight or even just regular people that you know, didn't have any of that. Some of them died from it as well. And like, right, they should have been healthier or whatever, but still they shouldn't have died from some fucking lab made virus. And so people are dying because they are, people were dying and probably still are, or at least suffering with long COVID because of this fucking lie in the first place. And that is so fucking despicable. It's terrible. And the fact that there's not going to be any justice, it's very frustrating. And I think I think you're right about people maybe not associating this with ivermectin because they've so deeply internalized the horse pacing. But I think that there's a high, 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 high level of vaccine regret out there, even amongst libs. I, like I had a friend come over. There's a friend I haven't seen in a while, not for any reason other than that we just don't live close to each other. But he was in town visiting. He came in, he's talking with me and my roommate. And he's like, hey, did either of you guys get vaccinated? And we were like, nah. And he was like, yeah, man, I wish I didn't. Uh, I got vaccinated and just so I could like go out to places and stuff. And then like two months after I got the vaccine, they no longer were doing the vaccine passport. It was no longer required. And then my other friend who also got it for the same reason was like, yeah, dude, I was, that's the same reason why I got it. I didn't actually want the vaccine. I just wanted to do shit. And like, that's what they did with that. And I think that there's, I think a lot of people have, miss like have bad feelings about what happened with covid and i think a lot of it's just simmering beneath the surface i think you could tap into it even in people who have internalized a lot of these narratives i think that there's still people are still not uneasy are still uneasy with it down deep in their core because like it was orchestrated and i think that like no matter who you are no matter how brainwashed you are there's something in, in your essence that's going to tell you that like it's going to be kind of slowly kind of tapping at you just like this wasn't right something about this wasn't really right and i think you could tap into that i just don't know how to do it effectively yeah man i don't know i mean i'm kind of of the mind that like like with everything like i think that the truth is getting let out slowly like air escaping a pierced tire with yeah. a little tiny prick and you know, you just get people a little more acclimated, a little mm -hmm. more acclimated, and a little more acclimated, and there's no big jump or anything. Yeah. Right? And I think that that's what's going to happen with COVID, because I think, mm -hmm. I think it kind of has to, in mm -hmm. a way, and I don't really know how to quantify that, because, like, because truth is defined by power, you know, mm -hmm. culturally, um, but there is an X factor. There is some little X factor that means, like, you can't the big lie right i don't yeah. know you can't you can't totally keep a total delusion going for that long and so i think that like i think that people are gonna i think that people are going to more and more become exposed to the ideas that they were lied to mm -hmm. and i think it's more just like i think
think it's just more about like how patient people are going to be towards the excuse of like, but we just didn't know how dangerous it was back then. Right. And like, you, you know, it's just, it's easy to say in hindsight um, and like never, you know, never really making any kind of exception or giving credit to the people like us that were just like literally correct the whole time. Yeah. But like the ivermectin thing is a clear fucking, that's not about, we didn't know how dangerous it was. That's about you knowingly, disregarded what was a known like effective medication treatment against COVID. And instead you decided to send people to the hospital with no treatment and put them on ventilators and leave them to fucking die so that you could have a worse, you know, it looks worse. It's a little bit more scary and dangerous deaths are going up. And so there's not an alternative medicine for it. That's like, that's not anything about it. It's, it was scary. We didn't know what was going on. We, we just didn't know what the numbers and the data was yet. That, that is a clear misstep and, and something that I think you could allege, like actually prosecute for in some legitimate way. I don't think that'll happen, but I think that that's one area that you could, whereas like a lot of the like, oh, well, there's media paranoia that was kind of driven up. I don't know that you could really you could really prosecute that in the same way by because of the fact that people are going to say, oh, well, we didn't know at the time. And it was just kind of scary and we were all just figuring it out. But this, they did know. And they disregarded known proven treatments. Yeah. Yeah. I, well, I don't know. I mean, I like, I just, I wouldn't like, I wouldn't discount their ability to just like, Again, just be like, well, you know, you wouldn't believe it, but there was some reason why we needed to lie. Yeah, different data yeah. said it was dangerous. Yeah, and yeah, I mean, of course, and I think that's right. I think they create this whole fucking mystification with this expert class so they can do any of that shit that they want to do. Yeah, and I think one of the big things is just like that. Again, it's just the like, it's just the like, um, you know, feelings don't care about your facts, right? Yeah, and a lot of people get upset when they think that they like can't trust democracy in the state um and like and not in the ways that like the state tells them they can't trust the state right like like dim dim white people uh be bad you know like but like but like literally like no we're lying to you about shit that was making it so that your loved ones couldn't see you know, their spouse in the hospital when they died kind mm-hmm. of shit, you know? Um, so yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I mean, it's, it, it, you know, it's the, it's that, it's the fucking, they live scene where we put on, put on the, put on the sunglasses. Right. And he, and they get into a fight. Cause it's like, it's painful to see. Yeah. It's painful to see what it actually looks like, you know? Um, yeah. I, I do think that, I don't know. I think still that, I think you're right with that. It's like people, they feel their like foundations are crumbling and then there's like a reactive response to that, of course, that's going to be trying to hold on to it because that's where you get your security from in one way or another. But I do think that ultimately people are questioning. I think that there's stuff that still doesn't sit right with people. And I think that I do think you could tap into it. I think that it could be done in an effective way. I, I guess that, um rfk jr is trying to do it i just don't know that he's going to be able to do it effectively and i don't know that he's doing it even the right way um but i do think that it's something that could be tapped into as a political motivator by the right people at the right time and i don't think that anyone is in in an effective way except for maybe rfk but like i said i just don't know if he's really got it 
Yeah, I don't know. It's it's you know it's interesting. I was I was talking to my mom about this today, and like RFK is a funny case because you know RFK is a fucking Democrat still, you know, yeah. and so like he like he supports like fairly late term abortion. I mean, yeah, he's gay. Yeah, <laughs> he is gay, uh, <laughs> and, and shit like that. Um, but like at the same time, he's like the only COVID candidate. Of course. And so I'm like basically gonna like support him by default. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and like and I would support him over Trump because Trump yeah. was bad on COVID and he's good. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of that's it's kind of as simple as that, really. Dude, did you, not to get too far off topic here, but did you see that um there's been a lot of talk recently, I've been seeing articles pop up on my phone about Vivek Ramaswamy, <laughs> yeah. the Indian guy. He's like now polling second behind Trump. Um Yeah. Yeah. something like that. maybe well, a second behind DeSantis I don't know he's, but he's uh, honestly at this point he's probably pulling above DeSantis yeah I think that's what it was but it was like I mean he only has like six percent or something crazy like that low but still it's like oh, higher than any of then. these fucking scragglers yeah. DeSantis isn't doing well though but anyways yeah there's been a lot of, I've been seeing a lot of hype around him I haven't been seeing some normie people that I know posting about him or being like Man, a world with RFK versus Vivek Ramaswamy is not one that I would mind too much, and like shit like that. Um, Vivek is, so it's interesting. Vivek's kind of funny. I mean, like I think like as a person and as a candidate, I like I don't I don't care for him really, yeah, right? Of course. But but he's like really articulate, and he's interesting to talk or to not to talk to. I mean, if he wants to come on, that'd be great. But he's interesting. <laughs> that'd be sick. Yeah, he's interesting to um, like listen to. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I mean, he's like, he's a, he's a fucking, ghoul. He's a reptile. He's a, yeah, he's yeah. a capitalist ghoul. Right. But, but, um, I did see the video of him at like a state fair, uh, rapping, um, lose yourself to a, to just a crowd of just like white Trump supporters and it, and it rocked. And he, I'm going to look at this he, up right he away. He did like the entire song. <laughs> Snap so back crazy. to reality. Oh, the, that whole fucking <laughs> yeah. thing, dude. Oh my god, dude. But, Eminem, but, bro. Where did he go? I don't fucking know, man. I think it's a freak, Eminem. Not Vivek. I mean, he's probably he's a freak too. He's probably a freak too. You know, it smells crazy in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely, bro. Um, but it's kind of cool how he's like, he's challenging the typical like look of who would be someone who's considered reasonably on the right um, what do you mean the fact that he's indian he's indian and hindu and this kind of shit and he's talking no, about it openly and they not... doing like bro we were just talking about fucking i strongly we were just talking about dinesh d'souza just the other day yeah right? but i'm talking about actual candidates not just commentators there's always been indian listen indians are more conservative immigrants are more conservative i'm not saying he's like breaking the mold but i'm yeah. saying as far as like a big presidential candidate what, the closest thing you've had is like Tulsi Gabbard, and that's no, on, Bobby Jindal. Bo- Bobby Jindal ran in the 2015 Republican primary. He was Bobby up on the main Jindal. stage. Bobby Jindal. Okay, I'm looking him up. It's, it's, a, hor- it's a horrible name. Oh, know. this guy. Fuck. Yeah. yeah, this guy. Yeah, he looks Man, like. Man, what think, a piece of work. Yeah, yeah. He, he, I think he looked kind of like uh, 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 Vivek if Vivek like had been sick as a child. Yeah, but he didn't get. Like he didn't get the hype that Vivek is getting right now in this moment. It's what I mean more so. And Vivek yeah, is well, coming out I, with this I, weird syncretism thing. I open it. I mean, I don't know if he's really very syncretistic, really. But no, but he's like getting people to like un, like have more of a dialogue with like just wrapping their brain around that kind of. And I think that that's something that's like 
interesting i don't it's know that fine i guess yeah. I, but, but but no i mean like um god now i'm just looking at pictures of bobby jindal um, yeah i am too he looks so crazy dude he looks weird dude he looks like rod uh, blagojevich a little bit <laughs> like he he looks like he looks like a a, a, a fucking boston he looks like he's from boston and i'm not gonna explain further <laughs> yeah um, <laughs> yeah i don't know i mean i guess yeah he's uh he's 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 all right i mean i think he's charming i think he's charming um he's like and andrew he's, yang on the right yeah yeah and i'll be okay i'll be honest i'll be honest like okay here here's what it is right here's what it is like political like honest and i don't even know how to qualify this this is probably a cop-out but like actual political analysis wise i don't really like vivek right i i also i honestly from a from a right winger i don't like the we're a nation of immigrants thing i like if i'm if i'm going in for a right winger i want someone that's literally just like we're literally like a christian nation basically like just go all the way in that if we're going right wing right because like because fucking dude immigration is like is is a, is a capitalist psyop right i'm i'm yeah. i'm, I'm kind of that's kind of where i go with that that's that might be a little bit of a of a, of a hot take there but but um i know what you're saying i think you're right on that i think that it's like a little bit of a ride the fence you know a little bit no like no the, exactly the framing like, of it if i'm going right wing i'm going like full pat buchanan okay like i don't i don't want i don't want to go like mitt romney you know but yeah. um but personally and this is what i'll say personally as just someone that like plays videos and sometimes puts on YouTube videos to watch on the side. I kind of like Vivek. I think he's charming. I kind of just, I kind of just like him. And there were a couple of videos where like he went on the breakfast club and like there, they were just the, you know, the, the, the black people in New York that have the shitty radio station. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. And like, and they just jumped on him like jackals and like, <laughs> isn't that a great phrase? Yeah, and um, did he handle it well? Oh yeah, he he handled it very well, and um, he handled that really well, and uh, and he went on fucking. Do you know uh, David Pakman? Mm, I don't think so. Google him. Okay, David. David Pakman's a fucking little fucking melted ice oh, cream cone. He looks crazy. He's like um, he's like uh, he's like class. He's like the class president version of Sam Cedar, basically. Okay. Um, he's eh. like, uh, he's fucking annoying. He's a little, he's a little shit lib. I don't know if he's a shit lib, but he's annoying. Uh, and like, and Vivek like straight up like called him like lazy on his show or something. <laughs> uh, and it was like, and he did it in like the way that like these like sicko like LinkedIn account personality people do it, where he's like talking like he's like giving him like advice. And he's like, you know, I'm going to be honest with you, man. Like, like, you know, like, like, like building them up sort of. And he's like, I think you're lazy. I think you're lazy. And like, and I've met people like, and, I, and it's like, honestly, I was just like, I kind of like this, like almost <laughs> kind of in the same way that like Trump is, you know what it is? Yeah. It's like, it's like Trump was our guy in that he was like a crooked, tacky, corrupt piece of shit, but he was, he was our corrupt, tacky piece of shit. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like, it's almost kind of like that with Vivek. But for like, uh, but for like PMC, you know what I mean? Where it's like, it's like the guy, it's like, we got a guy who hung out in the Verso loft now, you know? Um, But like, but he like defends the, uh, the claim that the election was stolen. 
Well, that's, I mean, that's going to get them in hot water. I mean, it always will, but I think it's going to be getting worse now with the whole fucking but will it be will it be a bigger uh will it be a bigger uh positive for him will it be a bigger deal space. breaker than uh than um lose yourself <laughs> well i don't know i think the lose yourself really got some people that were you know on the fence to support the guy honestly you know that's uh, that shows a good level of personality he's willing to go out there and it's almost something that i would see like i like a hot like a middle school gala like a middle school dance or something like that kind of energy um it's like a weird I, what is he I guess he's not a millennial is he he's a little older than that uh vivek has strong gen x vibes, yeah he's like a gen in, x in my yeah, opinion yeah. that's but that's kind of like that's where he is with the m&m the rapping thing where it's like that was kind of like maybe some hot shit when he was like you know 20 or something so it's like it's i don't know it's funny when you go out to like a bar or somewhere where people are socializing and you see people that are around that age and they're all putting on like you know their era music I, that's kind of how this hits me and it's a kind of a genuine display um so i think that that's a plus in his column i don't really like the guy i mean i don't like any of these i i'm not voting fucking for these people um i'm not gonna vote for a republican maybe trump but probably not i would vote for someone if there was you know interesting but i'm not gonna vote for any of these fucking people i'm not gonna vote for desantis or fucking mike pence or vivek whatever the hell i mean the only people that i'm gonna fucking vote for is trump or rfk jr yeah if i would i'll probably vote for rfk jr in the primaries or whatever they're called caucuses what i don't know and the things here whenever they come around well i don't even know when that is but i'll I'll look it up and i'll probably do that for rfk and then if he makes it fight president to that level which i don't know if he will i'll vote for him there too but only just because of the COVID thing, pretty much, basically all. And even then, I don't really feel good about it. I, don't, yeah, I actually I don't, really I don't know if I would it. vote for him, dude. I don't know. I, something in me, like the, the vindictive part of me, wants to vote for him because I'm like, yeah, you motherfuckers, like, this is the COVID thing, and he's talking about it, he's tapping into it, and like, I think that you should be voting for people who are speaking directly to your interests. And so I, I think that's good. But also, I think that. I'm just uncomfortable with the way that everything's just be, been completely reframed now. Um, and it's like, I don't know. I, I I don't feel comfortable being like, all right, well, I'm going to settle with just like this guy who's obviously a fucking neoliberal who is like really just trying to get back to, you know, some sort of re embolden the middle class kind of vision of America that I don't think works. Or is well, real. and again, and, then, and this is where I, like... I mean, I guess, I don't know. I guess like going, maybe I'm about to contradict what I was saying about COVID and RFK and Trump, but realistically, like I, I have to be honest about the whole situation and the lay of the land right now. The ideal, the ideal choice is Trump. And like, I think that that maybe kind of is damning praise um, for just the state of everything. But I mean, like it, Trump, Trump is the, Trump is the dissident candidate. Um, and he's basically the only thing that exists in that sphere. Um, so yeah, that that's it. I mean, I like I would I would I would be conflicted when talking about like um, when talking about like voting. I would be conflicted um, in voting for RFK. I, I would not really be conflicted with voting for Trump, especially because I just have, I already did it. 
and it's just like whatever. Like we're just we're just we're here we go again. Whatever. Reboot, yeah. Yeah. I just don't think that that's anything anymore, dude. I mean, if he's able to run in the election, I don't see any way they let him fucking win the election. Um, I don't know if they'll even let him run. Really, I mean, well, they're I'm not trying sure how to they not right now. Right. Yeah. I, I'm not sure. I don't. I don't know that. The voting, I guess this was an age old debate that we had previously on the Fed post before the election ever even happened. But like, I don't know that voting for him is going to actually get to the point where it, like, get it. I don't think it's going to count voting for him. Whereas, like, I don't think it matters to vote overall, anyways, whatever. But I think that, like, voting for him, they're just going to make it look like however many votes he they wanted him to get, period. Um, that's the way I think about it. Because, well, and, and I'll say, and I'll say the same thing I said last time, right? Which is just like, but still make, a fuck you and it's still like just one more thing they're having to change yeah make them work for see. it yeah. make them make them make them work harder for and it's it. also spiteful the way it's like look okay well you're it's like almost like when you get a ticket and you go and pay with all pennies or something it's like well now you gotta fucking deal with all these goddamn pennies and so now you gotta deal with knowing that i fucking am pissed about this so now you gotta deal with knowing i'm voting for this guy that you obviously don't want to win so i think that that's like it's kind of like a fuck you you don't have the cultural consensus that you think you have like kind of showing thing but at the end of the day, I don't know. I I don't love the way that Trump kind of shifted the landscape as far as like when Trump got into office. Now it's like everyone's just kind of worried about like just like anyone on the all the left, which was already a defunct kind of thing, like mm-hmm. all kind of shrunk back way more center and are just kind of like no one's no one's talking about health care. No one's talking about any of that shit, any type of economic demands all it's all become cultural it completely across the board and like i know that that's the case like whatever and maybe on the right it's shifted a little bit more in the opposite direction things are kind of talking a little bit you're getting some people kind of talking about like i don't know inflation or whatever i guess but it's just like it feels like he kind of was a bit of a reset in a way where it's like dude no one's talking about anything fucking material at all and no one has since he became president like it I don't know. It's fucking frustrating. I don't think that it's like that clear of a delineation or anything, obviously, but it's like, I don't think that that's, I don't think that that's like a re- a thing wrong with him though. I think that that's just him. And I don't, I'm going to sound dorky saying this, but I think that's like a shock to the system that he caused. Yeah, no, I think so. I think that it was already like, I don't know. I just, I feel like, I feel like they let him get into office the first. I don't think they really wanted him to win any of the times, but I think they let him in office the first time because it's like, it's just kind of it's a reframing, I think, and I think it's like, I don't, I don't know. think the, I don't think they ever want to let that happen again. Right? They, no, they, no, not again. Of course. But but I, and I'll say my my main argument last time for it was just that like yeah I'll vote for him to make it so that they have to, um, so that they have to fucking cheat harder. Yeah. you know yeah i know i don't know i just i just don't i don't know i don't like how there's no one talking about anything that's material at all and that frustrates me because i'm spending way more money than i ever have at the grocery store and i'm making more money than i have in the past too and it's not showing up in my day-to-day life and it's like there's just i don't know there's things that are obviously going worse and healthcare was a major fucking thing people were talking about and whether you feel about that on universal health care one way or the other it at least it was speaking to things that regular working class people need on a day-to-day basis and that was like a major talking point whether it's you know people on the right combating it or people on the left like whatever it was in the discussion and these kind of things are no longer anywhere in a discussion and i think that part of it is the trump hysteria that was caused and like 
this kind of reframing where it's like now everyone's just like well i'm not trump or like i'm super you know what i mean i don't know it's just like it just feels like politics is just gone it was always spectacle and shit anyhow but it just feels like it's just way more cultural and just like i don't know i feel like there was maybe kind of this weird bubble of a moment where like I don't think that like the the left had any promise insofar as I don't think Bernie was like going to be a savior or anything like that. But like people were talking about issues that were more material across the board, right and left, because it was a topic of conversation. And now it's disappeared completely. And it's things have only gotten worse. It's not like we've gotten into a better economic situation or people are, you know, nothing's. There's no one talking about extended maternity leave. There's no one talking about like there, you know what I mean. There's no one talking about the shit that. I don't know. I don't know. I guess this is an old talking point. So whatever. Yeah, I think I think also, though, part of it might also be that, like, the economic future of the United States is pretty fucking dire right now. And so it's kind of hard to even. I don't know the the premise of some of those things might honestly be. But no, I I get I get what you're saying. It's it's just maybe the the current situation at the current system as it exists those are not viable things for anyone in the in the in the actual political machine to to discuss at all I, I think i mean i think that's one of the reasons why bernie fell in line um but and so that's where like i think like as it currently exists i'm just i'm okay with this kind of just accelerating the situation of just like let's just let's just let it get more fucked up um with with as far as the political process goes but anyways i i i do get what you're saying though and i do i do largely agree i think it's yeah but i don't think it's necessarily like i don't think that's something that trump did or whatever but i just think that it's like that that moment was like i think that was an important moment and that kind of diffused it in one way or another and i don't know that it was necessarily intentional and i don't think it diffused it like i think that there's it just kind of morphed into something different and i think maybe it needed to happen i'm sure it did right like i mean the left didn't need to be a vehicle to kind of carry those ideas i don't i definitely don't think the right is either i'm definitely not comfortable with the right in in most all respects but um definitely not as you know optimistic about it as as i don't know as it could be but and so that was just kind of a little bit of a frustrating thing there and I think that, yeah, I think it's a shock to the system that needs to happen. I think that, like, there's definitely, I see your argument about the acceleration of just, like, let's just kind of, it's a fucking shit show. It's ridiculous anyways, whatever. But it's, like, I don't know. Well, If that's going to be the case, there needs to be some sort of pro-humanist, pro-working type of organizations to help people out through the shit show. And there isn't. I mean, people, I mean, the church, stuff like that, I guess. But, like. Well, yeah, I mean, well, I mean, that's, I mean, that's not going to be a wider, big centralized cultural discussion necessarily i mean that's going to be based on communities but but here i feel us spinning our wheels a little bit on this topic a little bit because i think it's i think it's kind of reached its and i want to fucking talk about the airplane freakout lady did you okay did you need to watch this video of this woman because this isn't something i've seen the video the that motherfucker is not real yes okay Mm -hmm. okay i've seen that one now you don't really need to watch the other ones but there's there's one of her being getting off the plane and talking to like police officers and being like, you can't let that plane take off. You can't let that plane take off with that person on it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I heard her say like when she's getting off the plane, she's like, you can all stay on the plane and die, but I'm getting off this fucking plane. That motherfucker's not real. Right, right. Uh, and then and then you saw. Well, I don't know if you saw it, but she released an apology video. I watched that today. It's odd. 
it is odd. The pacing I, and lighting and framing and everything's odd. She doesn't look real in this one. Like she looks like super AI touched up or something. And like, she almost looks not real in this video. Well, um, part of that, I don't, I don't totally buy into the, into, into, cause I've heard that theory and I, I respect it. Wait, what's I don't theory? totally buy into that. Well, just the idea that it's not the same person or that. Oh, I don't think that. There. No, no, I just think she looks odd. I, I think it's like a weird, like everything about it is a weird, like the way she did her makeup, I think is kind of odd. Like, I just think, I, think I don't think people know how to apologize in the video. I think that like, that's a large part of it. It's just like, well, how do you videos, handle that occasion? Apology know? videos are a fucking, are a fucking like horror of modern yeah, society retarded. in the first place. Because like, because nobody needs to go online and fucking post selfie videos of them apologizing to millions of people they've never met. And mm-hmm. like, the fact that it's such a common thing just genuinely disgusts me but um no dude what the fuck was on the plane dude and like and why did she put up a fucking apology video what is going on i don't know what the fuck is happening i think she probably just had some sort of psychotic break like i i i think there are people in the world like i think that it's not crazy to think that there are like you know skinwalkers skinwalkers not human entities out there like um ultra terrestrial kind of multi-dimensional things and stuff like that i think for sure i think there's like plasma bodies whatever but i don't know that that's what's happening here i think she probably was just having some sort of mental break i think some people are just sometimes a little crazy like i i don't i don't know i think that it's a fun thing it's like you know she's calling someone not real maybe there's not a real person down there i didn't see who the fuck she's talking about i don't know if any i don't know if that's something that's been figured out um because I'd like to get a look at what she's talking about, <laughs> what that is. But I imagine she's just kind of having some sort of weird moment is kind of what I think about it. And I think that that happens. Like I think people, or maybe she was just being like, I don't know. She just got worked up and maybe she didn't, what? Hun- you know, didn't a hundred percent think that that person wasn't really real. That's just kind of like the train of thought she went into. People are crazy. Dude. And people get worked up on like frustration or anger, or confusion. Like, they can work themselves into weird places mentally. That's that's what I think. I don't. There is a zero percent chance that she just got worked up enough to go up in front of hundreds of people on a plane and be like, "That person next to me is not real." Okay, well then I think she had a psychotic break because I think the person next to her was probably real. That's yeah. That okay, I, that, that's that's well, and I think Occam's razor, right? I mean, that's it's that's the simplest, most likely explanation but i want to believe that that person yeah i want to believe i desperately want to believe that that person wasn't real yeah i'd like to see what that like what that person was did anyone ever get a photo or has anyone ever no that's the main thing you know what i want i want an apology video from that person yeah right sorry i was giving off not real vibes (laughs) unreal kind of vibes exactly me when i'm high <laughs> yeah, sorry I was being a gremlin in the corner. Like just how I was feeling at the time. Sorry I didn't really exist. <laughs> yeah, I think I mean here's the thing. When I first saw that, I was a hundred percent on her side. I was like, maybe there's someone that's not real on that fucking airplane. But yeah. then just the more I was thinking about it, I was like, this bitch is probably crazy, dude. Bitches be tripping. Uh yeah, people I mean, are crazy sometimes. Bitches you know? do be tripping. For sure. And like I do think that like psychotic breaks can happen in high stress situations if you're someone who's already like has a tendency towards that. And so I think like, and you're on an airplane. She could have been on any type of Xanax, any type of whatever. 
dude. A lot of people take shit like that when they get on the airplane. Normal people, they get it prescribed for them. So, do you like, think Shoddy was a little zanned up? She was drunk, probably. I, people said she had been drinking. That's what I read in an article. People like were saying it on the airplane. So yeah. I think she is probably drunk and maybe a little off her rocker. Maybe take some Xanax or something. And I think that that can have a way of kind of instigating psychotic episodes or like things that are going to put you in that kind of more head more off kiltered headspace and i think that this is maybe not a fun take but i just think that's what happened and then i think the apology thing why the fuck did she apologize and what she didn't even really apologize she was just like hey sorry i looked bad um sorry i said to like you know motherfucker um there was nothing about like sorry i didn't think that person was real or anything maybe she was maybe she was just like doing it like for her career or something like i'm wondering what it is because like i don't know if anyone even identified who she was until she made the apology video because i feel like that was part of the thing that people were like who is this woman? well that's one of the weird things like one of the um like some like random like tech publication website and again, this is just going to put more gas into my just like suspicious tank here. Um, like, like doxed her and was what? like, she works for this company. Her name's like this. And yeah, do you know like, what kind of industry she worked in? I'm not asking to like dox real, her or anything. Real estate. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah which, which is totally. Which she's dressed in the apology video. She looks like a real estate agent. She's probably in her fucking open house waiting on people to show up, dude. Yeah, like straight up, like. Yeah, straight up. Yeah, I think... Okay, a couple things. Someone in the Discord asked... Uh, they said, fellas? Question mark. <laughs> about the plane lady. I think um, she looks a little, like, off-putting in the original video. Like, she's, a, she's, a, like... she's a wood, though. Yeah, she's a wood. I think she's a wood in the apology video, even though she has a weird uncanny kind of thing going on in it. She's a wood there. On the plane, she has like this weird energy that I encounter. I'm going to say this, but I don't feel good about it. But she has like a white trash kind of essence that it looks like on the plane. It's interesting. The the midriff is showing and stuff. Interesting. Okay, sure. It's just kind of like, I don't know, just the way that she's dressed is like a... I don't know. I've seen it a lot, and it's not really why tra- it's it's a thing that I've encountered a lot that I don't really love <laughs> as far as like an aesthetic aesthetic choice. Um, so yeah, we're gonna do a quick discourse on the way this woman looks because we do that once every episode. Truly, much. what <laughs> is the deal with this broad? Uh, yeah. yeah, I love I love I love the take that we're somebody's favorite um, uh, podcast on judging women's looks. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, well, no, you know what it is? I don't think it's white trash. I think it's kind of spicy BPD Latina. Yeah, but she's not Latino. Yeah, but she, I don't know. It just has that. But I know what you're talking about. about. Yeah, yeah, no, but that's what I mean. It's like the, it's almost like a girl that's like like white girl that hangs out with like Latinos or just black people or something. It's like part, it's tangentially that, but it's not all that. It's also like. She's tangentially Latina. <laughs> she's, yeah, yeah. She's, po- she's politically black. Yeah, I could see her having like a greased up curl kind of hair thing going on. Like, I I don't think that she does. And in, in, in loudly chewing, video. loudly chewing gum. Yeah, hoop rings, big big nails. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's kind of something I read on her first. But then when I saw the apology video, I was like, oh, maybe this is a maybe I was just wrong. She's Latina coded. Yeah, Latina coded. And also, yeah, the way she was using her hands felt that way, too. Like, she was about to take her shoe off and throw it at the guy, maybe. Oh, for sure. <laughs> throw it at the fucking alien. Yeah, yeah, the, the person. As you should. Who was it, though? What was this person? 
or this thing lori lightfoot (laughs) (laughs) it was my dog (laughs) (laughs) i'd like that dude a dog on a flight how do you feel about that dog on a flight yeah um i think it's it's probably fine to be honest you think it's fine it's honestly probably it's probably well okay think about it like this i would rather have a well okay they've got to be in an enclosure all right like yeah it has to be within reason but you know i think um uh all right okay that's an interesting it's an interesting question okay and i'm gonna give a full-bodied answer here okay okay yeah babies on flight anything less thank you thank you (laughs) babies on flights suck Okay, but it's it's an annoying, shitty person thing to do to bitch about babies on flights because like babies got places to be. Babies Mm got to make appointments, dude. They got to be on flights. They got they got to shift at their job to get to. And their parents don't want them on the flight. Well, no, exactly. No parents doing that because they enjoy the experience or they thought it was going to be a good idea. Exactly. Bitching about babies on flights is Reddit. Okay. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Now. Babies are more annoying, in my opinion, than a dog would be on a flight. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't think a lot of dogs. And here's the and here's the thing, right? Dog. I mean, first of all, they're not going to let a fucking big dog on the on the airplane. I right? sat on an airplane actually when I was in a row with a guy that had a golden retriever, and it was not in a cage or anything like that. And it was in my what? row, what and he was fuck? right next to me. And was, it was this? Was he blind? No, he was a normal dude. It was like an emotional support, something like that. Oh my god! Right, it was an emotional right. support dog, or was it like a medical, real thing? Uh, it wasn't wearing like a vest. Like it wasn't like a it definitely wasn't a seeing eye dog. I, it may have been something I didn't ask. Like I didn't dig too deep. Dude, can on you it. imagine how fucking shitty that would be if the person sitting fucking next to you mm-hmm. had a big ass dog with them? Right, that's what happened. That's what happened to me. <laughs> I, Wait, yeah, so I, you were you not able to like put your fucking table down or anything? Uh, so it was a three person row, and I was on the end seat, and then he was on the window seat. And I don't know if he bought two plane tickets or what exactly happened there, but we didn't have a third person, so it ended up being fine. But it would oh, have okay. been a bitch if there was a third person. I mean, the dog was sweet. It, it, for me, it was a boost. I was like, oh hell yeah, golden retriever. Good dog, America's dog. Okay, I'm, it is America's. <laughs> well, okay, I'll say this. I'll say this. I'm assuming that he bought the middle seat. Probably okay. so, yeah, but I'm, it wasn't a full flight too, so I, I, I do have to say that. So, okay, well, let, let, hear me out though. So that's legit ish. Okay, emotional support dogs are unacceptable. Okay, like yeah. people. They get the gulag for that. When but I people will do it. They allow that on a plane, an emotional support animal. That's a large reason why people do the emotional support animal, other than to get around the rent and whatnot. Well, we need to stop allowing this. We need yeah. to just literally stop allowing this shit. Right. Because um, it's not it's it's not appropriate. And, and as like, a worker, it creates a weird situation. Like, I've worked at a lot of places where motherfuckers try to bring in dogs. And, like, you can't have the dogs in these, in these places. Um, for instance, like a spa. Um, or like my roommate works at a movie theater and people try to bring their emotional support animal, their dog into a movie all the time. It's like, you can't fucking do that. That's not a place for that. But, but it creates a weird thing as a worker. Cause it's like, 
It's just a bitch. Like it's it's an there's all this weird language around it. You can't ask certain questions, and you you can't really do this, and you can't do that. And people are gonna act like a maniac when you do ask them. Hey, is that do you need that or like is that a real service animal? So it's it's just a terrible situation to put people in bringing your pet into like into that. Um, well, so also, also like honestly, it. more than more than anything for me, it's just like I'm sorry, but like you stop cynically using the state yeah. to like just like break basic decent rules that we're all agreeing to like like stop doing that like you're what you're doing is like you're 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 cheating you're cheating in the game and like and the thing is is that that's just that's that's antisocial behavior and you're like in your in your what you're also doing is you're cynically using um you're cynically using just like human fragility and vulnerability Mm -hmm. to get what you fucking want when you just don't want to follow the fucking rules. And like, I resent that I even need to fucking say this because like, I'm not even like a, I'm not a, I'm not like a fucking rules fucking, you know, hall monitor person or anything, but it's just one of these things like, no, you just don't get to bring your fucking dog everywhere. And that's just how it is. And I have a dog and I, and I love him even though he's, you know, a little retarded. Um, he's a little inbred looking, but like, I'm sorry. He heard me say that. <laughs> he but like, he's like, what the fuck? What Don't the talk fuck? shit about my mama. <laughs> I didn't know. Um, but like, it's just, it sucks, dude. Okay. Anyways, anyways. Oh, but, what's worse though? A dog, a ESA dog on a plane or a fat person sitting next to you? How fat? Dude, I'm talking about fat person. Like they have a problem in the seats and they're like, they're they're bulging on the sides of the armrests. They be bulged up. They be they be bulged up. Yeah, they're the kind of need to turn sideways to walk down the aisle. And they're sitting right next to you. Right next to you. Well, okay. You know, I haven't really experienced this before, and so I'll say this: I've heard stories of people that are so big that they're spilling over into the next seat. Yeah, being told that they need to just straight up get in by a second. They, Exactly. And yeah. so I would say but they don't always do that. And so like, sometimes it's a full flight. And so like, sometimes they're just doing it and they might get kicked off, but then I, it's a hell storm. I, I, <laughs> I still, I mean, I don't have to deal with that for most of the flight. I would say, <laughs> I would say I'm going to believe in these airlines that this is just not something that's going to fly. No pun intended. Mm, oh, but it is. And Dude, so, have you seen the video of the fat broad talking about how, uh, Fat airplanes or... yeah are like fat phobic and like they need to start just making like double make make every seat for fat people and shit like that like, well to be honest so i'm in crazy. i'm in favor of that i want bigger fucking seats no sure. dude i'd be fly i want something to make me feel secure in there dude i'm flying through the air i know it's not going to help to have a seat or a seat belt really if we do crash but i want something that's making me feel good not just like i'm loose in this fucking dude, I want to be giant com- seat. I want to be comfy, dude. I don't want to be in a sardine can. Well, I do want to be... I wish I had more leg room, right? I wish I could lean the seat back better. Yeah. I wish, it, I wish some things like that, but I don't want like a double wide seat because then I can't even reach to armrest. I'm not... No, I'm not built that. big like that. I'm... No, I'm not built real huge. long. I want a real wide. I want a big old seat. I want a lazy boy. I want a lazy oh, dude, boy seat. Yeah. I mean, it would make flying so much more expensive. Anyways, anyways, 
I would rather do the fat person than the dog because I think that, dude, really? because people, I think people would know what to do with the fat person, but the dog is just like, well, I don't know. I guess we're just going to let him <laughs> fucking stand around staring at the wall. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, what does a dog even do? Like he just stands facing the wall or something. You know what yeah. I mean? Like what the he fuck? He just stood, he, he stood in front of his uh, owner's feet for a while. The one that was next to me and then it sat in the chair next to me for a while, which I'm not sure if that was allowed or not, but it was happening. Well, I mean, that's kind of chill, I guess. I mean, yeah, I was fine. It was a and... sweet dog. It was a good dog, but yeah. but not every good, not every dog is a good dog. Not every dog that people bring in, because most of those owners, if you're bringing an ESA on a plane, you're a piece of shit probably. So you're probably raising a kind of a shitty dog. You could be. Well, I mean, most least... of those, the, the, the person I think of when I think of that is is like fat blue hair women. Oh, with, yeah. With like, with like, little quivering chihuahuas that will just like bite you casually. Yeah. 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 Um, and like, yeah. And like, and if you get upset about it, the lady will just like have a panic attack mm-hmm. and like yell at you. I knew this one motherfucker, dude, he had these two big ass dogs. They were like pit bulls for, from Argentina, Argentinian day. I don't know what they were called. They're like something crazy. Um, and they were bred specifically for like hunting down some sort of large game. Okay. And he had two of them and he had to register his ESAs and they were not well behaved. And he would take them places and tell them that they were service animals and then act crazy to them. And these dogs would jump at people and terrify people. And so in my head, when I think about that, I think about, well, so I'm, what if he brought one of those fucking dogs on a plane, dude, if I was sitting next to that, I'd lose my mind. Um, I'd be so mad. I'd be saying this motherfucker is not real because I know he couldn't be doing this right now. That's ridiculous. That's what I'd be saying. Okay, dude. Okay, dude. That was our what's the deal? Wait, no, no, that wasn't our what's the deal with this broad. All right. Well, I want to I want to transition to Lizzo, but before that, I want to do the what's the deal with this broad because we right. haven't done it in a while. And I yeah, just and, I, and, and honestly, I don't have a lot to say on this chick. You probably don't even know who this chick is. I think we talked about her a little bit. Um, and we might have. With, fuck, who was it? I don't remember. Maybe shit. the Prudentialist or something we were talking about. She just doesn't look right. She looks a little crazy. She looks a little, she looks a little tarted up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God bless her, though. I think she's a young woman, 20 years old. She'll figure God it bless out. Her. God bless this young woman. Yeah, dude. Uh, let, her, okay. let her grow into it, dude. She'll, you know. <laughs> One Rachel Ziegler, which, you know, with the last name Ziegler, I can't imagine how she got a, uh, a job in the entertainment industry. Zogler. <laughs> uh, no, but so um, they. Um, oh, yeah. We talked about her. This bitch looks crazy. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's it's part of the it's part of this new like physiognomy of like broads with wide apart eyes. Yeah, what is that? You looking like a fucking flounder or something, man? I don't know. I don't really even. That's not even the important thing to me. The the thing is, is that watch interviews with this chick. Oh yeah, her next to a what? Fuck, what's her name? Um, the broad from Israel, the other zogged up broad. Yeah, well, literally, yeah, Gal Gadot. Yeah, that fucking monster. But yeah, yeah she Gal, looked good. Yeah, Gal, Gal Gadot as the, uh, <laughs> as the fucking uh, as the uh, IDF uh, GF. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, no. Yeah, she handles herself right. And this other broad is just like a. She's you know got crazy energy. She I've a met crazy. a lot of women who have the exact same like software uploaded to have those mannerisms. Of the like kind of like head tilt and the like and the like kind of like performative like social shaming 
uh, smile. And like, I fucking hate it. Like, I like, I want to like, I want to launch these people into fucking space, dude. <laughs> um, yeah. And that's basically all I actually really have to say about yeah, it. I hope, I hope she gets over that. Like, I think she's quite, <laughs> you know, I, she's a young girl. Like, you know, let her, let her, you know, everyone makes some stupid decisions when they're young. They get caught up in stuff. They look a little crazy when they're growing into their, their skull scru- structure. So, I mean, maybe she'll be all right down the line. I mean, dude, this is just growing pains of, you know, skull structure. <laughs> yes, physiognomy growing pains. <laughs> all right. And so then, honestly, this will be... Honestly, this might be the real. What's the deal with this broad, Lizzo? Yeah, why don't you intro this? Because this was this was your one uh, topic you wanted to talk <laughs> about. This was the one. <laughs> for the record, every topic we. I'm not even taking credit. I'm just saying this is literally hilarious. Every topic was something I came up with, and then this is your one topic, which, for the record, will probably be the best one. Well, I don't know if it's going to be anything, honestly, because I no, it's going to be the best one. I really didn't have a lot to say about it. Like, I don't have any good take on it. It's just absurd. Like, okay, so Lizzo, we all know Lizzo, uh, big old Lizzo. She, big old broad. Whoa, wait, wait, is this is this the same broad that made all those other broads uh, put uh, bananas in they pussy? She made the bananas go into they pussies. Yeah. She, <laughs> <laughs> so, which is, I mean, I'm not going to really unpack that one, but it's funny on a couple levels. But so she. On a couple, yeah. This is a big old woman of color. God bless her. She. Uh, a, a walk. You know, <laughs> big old walk. She, uh, you know, probably about half a ton, you know, good, big. You know, big old woman. She's she eat, she's not skipping meals. We'll say no. She's not, and she's eating plenty of bananas. And she, uh, so she, you know, she's under a lot of heat right now because she's like a progressive fat woman. Oh, she, she's under icon. a lot of heat. Did she? Did she just walk up a set of stairs? Oh, I mean, she she walked up half a flight of stairs. She's taken a second, but <laughs> she just got she got correction. She got up off the couch. She's like stairs are fat phobic, actually. Yeah, straight up. She has one of those um little um chairs the, that goes yeah. up the stairs, like grandparents have. The old people fucking chair. Um, yeah. So, anyways, yeah, she got into a lot of heat because she went over to Europe and like on some kind of tour and hired all these backup dancers and it's having these. They're all fat broads too, of course, right? And so. She she's kind of created this world of just having a bunch of other fat broads around her. They're like, she's like their queen or like they're like um, figurehead. Like people, she she's been chosen to be the figurehead for this type of person, and not even for this type of person specifically, but for people who want to. Well, she's getting this she's getting usurped now. She is, and that's the problem, right? It's because like, um, a people there's a. She gets a bunch of fat broads because she wants to empower fat bitches that look like her or whatever. So she gets and puts them on stage to be their backup dancers. Yeah. But when you do that, people are looking at her and they're saying, "Wait, you're fucking fat. You're doing this thing. You're, you know, we're not much different than you. Why am I not Lizzo? If I'm gonna be, I can be a backup dancer. I could be Lizzo. Like, what's the deal? It creates a, a kind of a power struggle where it's like." You're opening a window for people to want to envy your position and want to step into that role and have incentive to do things to bring you down in order for them to be able to ascend into that position. Classic, a classic fat bitch mutiny. Classic, classic fat bitch mutiny. Classic, like cancel culture kind of situation, if you will, where it's like that's a lot of argument you hear where people are like, yeah, they just wanted to knock them out of the way so they could ascend in this, like in the yeah, it's like a climbers, it's like the climbers tool. 
Yeah, so I think it's interesting because it, it displays that. I think it's also interesting because it's one of these situations where it's like she's put up as this icon of like acceptance and, you know, progressivism and whatever, but she's like uh, sexually degrading and assaulting her, her, her workers, like her employees um, and putting them into really exploitative situations. And she's a little bit of a freak, this bitch, because she's like, she's wanting women to put bananas into, into their pussies, into their <laughs> coochies, which is weird, man. I don't really, it's, I think she went over I'll to Europe. Honest. I'll be honest, uh, you know, apparently it's true. It sounds, that sounds not even like a real thing. It sounds like something a racist would make up about her, dude. It like, it, yeah, it's crazy, bro. She's like, yeah, she's having, it's crazy. She's having her dancers put bananas in their vaginas, apparently, or wanting them to, and wanting them to touch each other, like touch each other's boobs and like grope each other and do like just weird shit. So like, A, a couple things. This bitch is sick, twisted in the head. Yeah, she's Lizzo a little twisted is. up. And I think that there's a propensity to become twisted in that kind of like weirdly sexually deviant way when you are this type of person. Like when you're like uh, fat as shit. <laughs> uh, like when you're just like when before she is, became yes queened, she probably had no type of sexual anything interactions. She probably Prospects. wasn't getting prospects right and so it's real easy to become a sexual deviant in this kind of way i think in that situation because it's like i you f- i find like a lot of like but just think about a bunch of girls i went to high school with that were like you know chubbier didn't look great and they kind of like start becoming like cat girls and weird shit like just weird shit or like all the people that become trans or what there's a propensity to get into a weird kind of situation the sexual marketplace warps ugly people Yes, in a major, major way. Yeah. And I think that that's kind of something that we're picking up on here a little bit um, in in a way because, like, yeah, she's trying to – I mean, it's crazy, that kind of stuff. I won't look up what the rest of the, the things are about her. I just know she was getting a lot of heat. I didn't know why. I just heard Lizzo's canceled, and I was like, what? So I looked it up, and I, I saw the thing up with the bananas and, like, the, the touching. A, a, a giant – a titan has truly fallen. Yeah, honestly, dude, it, it's, I don't know, it's nice. I think it's nice. Um, I mean, God bless her, whatever, I don't know, but I think it's nice to see uh, every now and again it happened to shoe, you know, fall on the other foot kind of thing or whatever. <laughs> Their other foot falls or the shoe's on the other foot, something like that, you know. Yeah, it's one of, one of those. A, a, a mixture <laughs> of one of those or all of them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's nice. Yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, apparently one of the funniest parts about it is that the the main I think one of the main accusations is that she's accused of of um fat shaming her dance. Oh fuck. Yes, I forgot about that. I forgot about that too. Yeah. She's like, Yeah, y'all can't be fat as shit too. Like <laughs> like they're like trying to eat like a bunch of shit. She's like, All y'all wanna do is sit around and eat fucking fudge rounds all goddamn day. <laughs> <laughs> fat mother. She's like, if you're five foot three and you're 300 pounds. <laughs> you can't be my backup singer. Are we are we making that the fucking title of this episode of Five Foot Three, 300 Pounds? <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> that describes <laughs> really, that's her backup dancers <laughs> and that song. Can you, okay, hold on. I want to, I, I wonder if Google knows uh, how tall is Lizzo? Dude, I'm looking at a photo uh, of these women. She's, she's 5'10". She's 5'10". Dude, fucking uh, 
incels on fucking Suicide Watch after that. This one. bitch is built, dude. <laughs> he is built, dude. She's Honestly, built like a fridge. She's built like a fucking quarterback. Yeah, no, linebacker, honestly, like a linebacker. dude. Yeah, she would actually make a terrible Big-ass motherfucker. Yeah, dude, put her on the line. But I'm seeing this fucking conglomerate. It's just a bunch of little Lizzo's behind her, dude. A bunch of a bunch of women of color, you know, black ladies, women, whatever. And they're, they're all big. And she seems to be the biggest is what I'm seeing from this. She wants to be top dog in that way. So it's kind of crazy. But... Dude, there. I'm seeing a bald-headed broad. I'm seeing, you know, what I mean, the fucking freak shit back here. God bless them all, though. I feel bad saying that, but either way, <laughs> either way, it's just a like, moment of reflection there. Real yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't know. It's crazy. The whole thing. I, I hate the way that people act like she's some sort of fucking get God's gift to Earth, dude. She's like in that. It's, it's a little. It's a little, it's, it's a little twisted up. It's twisted. The way people put this pet on a pedestal and encourage this behavior, when at the end of the day, it's like she doesn't even encourage the behavior herself. And so that's kind of what I think about it. And it's like, um, I think that's unhealthy, the way that people glorify her fat ass because it just it, it reifies her being fat and it puts her in a situation where she probably Whoa. like wants to continue to be that. And bro, like, bro, it, it, people, look at Adele. People that she are- got fucked. That's true. Well, and then and then look at Adele when she appropriated black culture. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, she's on the chopping block. She she got skinny, and people were like, "Anything we can do to get rid of her?" Dude, Adele's on fucking notice, dude. Yeah. Um. But yeah, man. I mean, I mean, look, like, I don't even know. I like, I made it sound like I had something to say. I don't even. Think I have anything <laughs> dude, to say. There's nothing dude, to say really about it. Oh no, no, I did it. actually have something to say. It's kind of like uh, ivermectin. People that are like peddling this bullshit um, about body positivity are are literally like culpable for like deaths. Obesity, like, yeah. like it's it's not it's not a it's not it's funny, but also like it, in a in a very real way, it's like not a joke. Like it's, oh, it's terrible. It's 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 unconscionable. Like what is being done to these? It's like, like a coping mechanism just created but to like reify the system as it is like people are are obese and fat as fuck because the way we're living is fucked people don't get the proper nutrition they're not given the right outlets people are lazy etc etc people are living sedentary lifestyles all this and instead of actually addressing the issues we should just normalize the fucking problem and that's where it is every time and that's what this whole progressive ideology progressive stack is for the most part it's just running cover for the damage that's being done that capital's essentially wreaking throughout the planet and also just a culture understandings and mindsets that are formed in this modernity not just it's not just like the fat cats are making it so she can only afford shit that's making her fat no she's cultivated and made these decisions herself but it's because of an atmosphere that we live in fundamentally and all these other things too but it's running cover for the actual issues that are present in society and instead of actually dealing with them it's just let's just accept them and move past it to the next issue that we'll then just accept and move past and then to the next issue when we keep moving our fucking goalposts and it's it's terrible this is like what i was saying about abortion where people are like oh my gosh this is such a loss for lower for working class black women and it's like and it's like you know you're like like it's like it's like a the the main issue for for working class people isn't being framed as uh, being able to have like as much economic agency, enough economic agency to like, you know, live 
a, a comfortable fucking life where they can choose to have a family. It's it's uh, a, a agency is being able to kill the babies that they can't afford because they're right. being fucked in the economy. Right. It's 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 a it's it's a deep black pill, bro. And that's the yeah, that's the function that this whole ideology serves. And I think that's fundamentally my main problem with it. Like I think that like some of the strains of like, you know, wanting to fight inequality and like justice and stuff like that. I think it's good. Like, you know, those who thirst for justice, et cetera. But like, I, I just think that like, yeah, I think the way that it's done, is completely wrong. And I think that it's being cynically deployed in order to run cover for these things like you're talking about and get us to just accept worsening conditions across the board um, and celebrate it. <laughs> like, you know, loving our own fucking cage and everything. So I think that that's one of the main indictments on it. And like, obviously a clear moral failing on the behalf of these kind of moralizing progressive kind of, you know, individuals. Yeah. Honestly, this is like the perfect time for this would, this would be the perfect time for me to like, uh, transition into talking about how I just did like a 48 hour fast. Oh dude. Um, God bless. but, But honestly, I like am so fucking hot. I'm surprised that I recorded this whole fucking thing without passing out in this fucking hot box of an office. It's so goddamn hot, dude. I like, I need to leave this fucking room and I need to fucking go sit where my fucking AC is. I feel you. Uh, I got to do laundry and stuff anyways, dude. We could talk about fasting when we do the uh, Patreon episode. Yeah. Yeah. That, I mean, that sounds great. I mean, so, well, are we Let's preview do the... it real quick too, because like if we're gonna do the episode on Grizzly Man, uh, which is what we what the plan is for everyone listening, the Patreon mm-hmm. episode. If you're a subscriber, we're gonna put that out in a couple days. So if you haven't seen it and you're interested in listening to it and being kind of aware of what we're talking about, what's going on, go check it out in the next day or two. But yeah, that's basically yeah. all. Yeah, one hundred percent. And honestly, if you're listening to this, fucking, we're growing and we need your help. So share this with as many fucking people as you can. Mm-hmm. Uh, I broke a hundred followers on Twitter. It ain't Let's much, go. but it's honest work. Um, and um, yeah, man, just just keep just keep sharing this with everybody. Share it on social media. Tell your friends. Tell your grandma. Tell mm-hmm. everybody, man. Um, and. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's gonna be a good time. I'm excited to talk about this movie. I just casually put it on the. I don't even want to know your takes on it um, until we yeah. start talking about it. Well, but, dude, uh, shit, dude. If you uh, have have you seen Cave of Forgotten Dreams? No. It's the other. War- it's another Warner Herzog. It was like one of his kind of big, like one of big ones he came on the scene with. Check that out, maybe, if you have time in the next couple of days, too. And we can kind of just do a quick combo, like, if we have any time to work it in. It's not the primary focus, of course, but, like, we're talking Werner Herzog anyways, so we could kind of get into that a little bit, too. Dude, I'll check it out. Yeah. I'm, I'm not going to get gassed up on a Herzog. Yeah, we could primarily focus on um, Grizzly Man, though. But, yeah, dude, another one I wanted to talk about in the future sometime, and I don't want to get too off topic here because I do need to wrap it up, but um, was, have you ever heard of the movie Fire of Love? Uh, no, I don't think so. It's a documentary about Vulcan, these two uh, volcanologists, like volcano people, scientists okay. people, and it's fucking incredible. Like the cinematography and stuff in it, it's so good. We gotta watch that sometime, maybe for the next kind of movie thing, because we we did the documentary Grizzly Man. And it kind of makes me like just think about this one right away. And I think it's something that you would dig. So 
Yeah. Yeah, sounds good, man. I'll uh, I'll look into it. Text me, text me about it so I remember. Word. All right, cool. All right, well, everyone, thank you for listening. Uh, we appreciate it. Yes, please share. Um, and then if you want to come check out our Patreon, we discuss movies, other stuff. We also have more just regular episodes like this. And yeah, that's basically it. These people are sick. And that concludes this week's episode of These People Are Sick. Thank you for tuning in. If you liked what you heard, you could head over to our Patreon page, which is the home for bonus content, extra episodes, video content, access to our Discord, and more. That's patreon.com slash thesepeoplearesick, and we hope to see you over there.